I am what? begging you to let us start the episode. <laughs> I am begging. Please, I just want to do this so I can go to bed. <laughs> Okay, now we're starting episode 157. Yes, we are My goodness. Uh, and Jeff left. I don't know what's happening. Anyway, I'm Tim, and I'm here with Dan, who can't take it anymore either. Dan, I, can, I can't even, as the kids say. I can't, can't even. And Where Derek, is my Starbucks? I can't even right now. And that was Derek. He is just upset about Starbucks. He's carrying out for us tonight. And yes. uh, he wants to talk to your manager. And then we've got <laughs> Jeffrey. Welcome. Hey! All right, guys, we've got some games, not as many new games, like maybe one major new game this week, uh, but lots of stuff that we're continuing to play over the last few weeks. So we'll get into some of that. Um, we've got a few headlines we'll cover, too. And then I am curious about um, what everyone thought about if you watched it, the first episode of Mandalorian. Um, I know we've got, of course, our latest Last of Us episode. We didn't mean to, but we've just kind of been talking about it every week, which has been fun. I love this show. Yeah. Um, and then also we're going to celebrate the PlayStation 2, so we'll get onto that in a little bit as well. But let's just jump right into stuff we're playing now, specifically new stuff. The two that I'll call out that I think are significantly new games, and there's one major DLC that dropped. So Woe Long Fallen Dynasty, probably the most significant game that dropped this week, just in terms of the exposure it's gotten. It's on Game Pass. It had a big demo. Everyone's talking about it. And then Scars Above, much smaller game, um, kind of that Swimming in Sevens style double-A game that dropped and then destiny 2's lightfall expansion finally released so um i've only played woe long out of these and i played it for i don't know maybe two hours so i've got a little few thoughts on it but i'll let whoever i'll let one of the three of you jump in which one do you want to kick it off with which one are you most excited about out of those three out of those three woe long was the one i was most excited about but i'd actually rather hear your impressions just because I'll be honest, I refuse to play this until I get to a point where I either beat o Octopath or I uh -huh. get tired of Octopath. Because I feel like if I start playing Wolong, I'll get sucked in and then I'll be like, well, I don't want to play Octopath anymore. Yeah. So I don't have much to add. I just played like the intro area where you get to the first boss yeah. and that's it. Okay. Yeah, I just played a little bit past that. Um, yeah. The, uh, to uh, Octopath then, and Derek actually liking it that much. Yeah, I know. We we do have a lot. Actually, we'll we'll talk about Octopath Traveler two in this segment as well, just because it's been the kind of on the highlight of everyone's minds uh, recently. Um, so my thoughts on Molong are that it is very much a Neo game. It makes sense. The people who made Neo made this game. Um, it reminds me a lot of Neo, with little elements here and there that remind me, of course, because of the setting of like Sekiro and a little bit of FromSoft games. But that's how Neo already was. Neo already had little touches of. Um, Dark Souls, but not completely. It had little touches of other games. It actually sometimes reminded me of The Witcher, depending on what you were doing and how you built your character. So, like, there's little pieces of other games while being its own thing. Um, so, I think it's a it's a really interesting game. It's really strange too, because on the PC, at least, it it keeps. I, I did the demo for about. I did the demo up to the first boss or close to it, and then I fired it up on Game Pass and got it to that same spot, just a little bit past that same spot. Uh, on on the on Game Pass, but both times on PC, it thinks I'm using a PlayStation controller, so I had to go in and change the yeah. controller type. 
because mm. it kept telling me to press square and X for different things. And like, I was why like, are you telling me to do that? Yeah. So anyway, that was just a weird little. Uh, those are the kind of things that I'm sure they'll patch in because it's not like game breaking. Obviously, it's just a little bit annoying. Um, but um, anyway, it runs pretty well on my very much mid range rig that I've got, mid to low range that I've got. I think it runs pretty well um, on my 1440p monitor. I think it looks decent, although it doesn't look amazing. I've, we've seen so many pretty games uh, in the last year. It just it's not blowing me away in terms of visuals, but it, it's got a nice style to it, right? I like the art style. I like the setting. I think they do the yeah. setting pretty well. Um, and the smoothness and kind of like all the spinning attack looks of all your attacks and, and the deflects, which is kind of one of the main features. Instead of parry, it's all about deflecting. That does look really cool. It's very flashy, and there's sparks that fly everywhere as you time those deflects properly. So I think it looks pretty good. Um, it's very, very fast. So Elden Ring was like a purposeful action rpg every button you hit had to be purposeful some builds were really quick but a lot of them were just slower compared to super fast-paced action games and until you play a really fast game it's hard to really recognize how a game mm -hmm. like dark souls or elden rings is much slower feeling mm -hmm. and this one's just one's quick man it's it's very fast and uh, and that's a good thing i think i don't mind it uh, i think i've kind of preferred the more meticulous take your time and and think it out this can feel a little bit button mashy um, I do think, and I've seen some reviews that confirm this, the major encounters, I did one mini boss and one major boss uh, a couple different times. <clears throat> and if you, once you learn the timing on the deflect, I don't know if every boss is going to be this way, but it becomes a little easy, which is a little strange. Um, which that. Is, well, that was that the gist yeah. Yeah, of most of the reviews is that the game was too easy. Now, Again, and this is what I was explaining to Jesse White, who's not good at these games at all. I said, when a reviewer says it's easy, that means they're good at Souls games, and they're saying they figured this out, and it's easy. That does not mean the average gamer is just going to start playing and be like, right. yeah. well, I've always sucked at these games. This one's going to be the one I'm good at? No. You're no, so when I first did the demo, I actually died on some easy enemies that they're trying to do tutorials with. Him. Man, they hit hard. But once you, once I kind of got the groove of the speed of combat, and the that's really what it reflect. is how fast like, it and is. then i was like oh okay and then i barely got hit um playing it through on the game pass one now i've heard that one of the things that keeps this game from getting scored super highly from some folks at least is the very inconsistent difficulty i've heard that it can spike up and be crazy frustrating because mm -hmm. whatever you can't deflect every attack i've only uh, granted i'm not seeing a lot of people talk about this uh at least in my feeds but i've i saw alana tweet about it uh, everybody's favorite, Alana Pierce. And yeah. she said that once you get past the first boss and figure out the deflect, it's like way easy after that, apparently. Yeah. Like, so apparently the hardest boss, like it's there's the a mechanic. huge difficulty spike in the very yeah. first main boss. And then after that, it's like, oh, well, I'm good. Like, uh, apparently yeah. that's, I mean, that's how far she is. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, yeah. if that's I the case, but so the, 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 the system doing. is cool. Like it's instead of parry, you know, in parry, usually you're going to be like hold for block tap for parry. That's most yeah. games right. have a parry right. system, something like that. This does have a block button different. It's your left shoulder button. And then your dodge also acts as your deflect. So if you double tap it, you're going to roll dodge out of the way. If you just hit it once in a direction, uh, that's when you're going to do a deflect if you time it right. And you can deflect smaller attacks if you want to, but the better thing to do is wait until they glow red. They're going to mm -hmm. do like a critical attack at you. And that is, a, I mean, it's it's almost like, a, I mean, mm -hmm. once you get the timing, the timing is not easy. Like you'll get hit a bunch as you're trying to figure out the timing. 
Don't get me wrong. But once you get it, it feels a little more like an Arkham game because you're just looking for that signal right. to hit your counter button, essentially. It's like and Hogwarts I, Legacy timing, kind of, where it, it flashes is, red yeah. above your head. It's, and it's like, harder this is than where I can those. get a perfect one. It, yeah. it is harder than both of those. Like, the window is much smaller, and like right, right, you right. could get demolished if you mistime it. Um, yes. And I found myself dodging by accident a number of times. But, like, again, once you kind of really get the game and it clicks for you i could see this being something that especially souls fans but even people who aren't big souls fans i could see them getting through it without too much trouble outside of maybe it sounds like a couple bosses are and a couple encounters are are really tough but mm -hmm. mostly pretty easy from what i've heard and i mean easy like derek said on that scale of neo and yeah on a, on the souls born scale yeah, yeah i felt like neo too and neo was like this too so the neo games what makes them i think there's other differences, but majorly different from like the Souls game is the loot system. So obviously they're faster and there's some other systems built into the game that are different. But the big thing was like the loot system. There's a lot of different gear. Like you can level up in like Bloodborne in the Souls games, but it's not your gear. You know, you can change like the way you look and it might have some stat bonuses, but you're not leveling it up. This is like this is like Diablo and, and, and Monster Hunter is in that category too. Like you got to get yeah. good gear in Monster Hunter. Yeah. This is like, but this is they overwhelm you with too much gear and a lot of it's trash. But um, Neo did. I've heard this isn't as bad as Neo with the gear. Uh, I saw that it was still really? pretty bad. Maybe okay. a little bit better, but Neo is really bad. But yeah. the issue yeah. I had with like the Neo games, I beat the first one. The second one, I got halfway through it, and I really just did not enjoy Neo too. Even though everybody who likes Neo games, except for me, of course, says Neo 2 is better than Neo. But my issue with those games is they have huge spikes in difficulty. Like, you really have to grind like an old school JRPG to get better gear, to get better at the game, to level up your character. Mm -hmm. So you even have a shot against some of the bosses because some of them sounds are like so... A, sounds relentless. like one of the bosses in Octopath 2, which... Is I can yeah. expect that to anger you even more because it's like no 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 I'm playing Octopath because I want to avoid this crap long and Neo <laughs> yeah, yeah you know yeah. like <laughs> uh -huh. I don't want no, to grind right outside the boss's area but, yeah. but that's RPGs some that's RPGs yeah. yeah it's true it's true in fact when I saw that Octopath didn't have like a uh, difficult setting there was no easy right. option there for me hard yes. medium yes. it's just a right. default just I was like I'm gonna scaling. play this yeah. game but I'm not gonna be shocked if I hit a wall and I'm like I can't beat this boss it's happened to me in the past where I'm like I don't know this boss demands that I do something that I don't know exists so mm -hmm. I quit it's that um, old school approach where it's like hey this particular mountain has enemies that are always this hard and so until you're strong enough you're just going to get smacked around until you yeah and i'll talk out. about that jeff and i will yeah. talk about that enemy because that's basically so these these games yeah. too neo and maybe wolong i'm not sure but they can fall into that same category of like you better get ready before you go to that area and that, right yeah that makes sense so yes like the neo games you do have to get good but a lot of it is built off of like, are you patient? Like they're not the type of games where you can just go from boss to boss to boss to boss. Like you have to grind a little bit. You have sure. to get better gear. You have to get better um, skills. The reason I didn't like Neo 2 is it had a bunch of systems in it that I quite frankly, I didn't fully understand or grasp and did not care to fully understand and grasp. And I was hoping Will Long would be a little bit more simplistic. So when I watched the reviews, I was like, 
Okay, I'm still excited for this game. I do believe I'll like it once I invest time in it, but it sounded too much like Neo, and I was kind of hoping that they were going to. Mm-hmm. Why not just make Neo yeah. three? If, right. If all right. you're gonna do is make Neo again, I right. wanted a different, a different title. Setting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just wanted. You know, them to the make systems a... they've introduced are pretty cool, though. I would, I did want to talk about those, like. Yes, similar to Neo in a lot of ways, but not in every way. Mm-hmm. Um, it does have some elements of making builds later in the game as well, like as you tailor out your character. So if you like that, which I really do, um, and that is the reason why I'm still on the fence, I might play this more than I thought I would because I, I love the idea of making your own class build. I think that's really cool. Um, but um, so the systems, you've got the spirit meter along the, underneath your health bar, which starts neutral, it's right in the middle, and it either goes to the right where you've built up spirit Spirit, and you can do that by deflecting attacks, dodging, hit, you know, landing your basic hits, and then you can use that up with your magic or with a special strong attack that's kind of charged up. So you can do more damage using that spirit meter. And if you go below spirit and get hit, now you're stunned. So there's like this kind of push and pull, little tug of war meter, where you're like trying to weigh risk versus reward um, on that. So it's kind of like stamina, but not really. It's a it's an interesting take on stamina because you gain spirit from hitting attacks but you use it up to do things like cast magic for example so i like that spirit system i think it works pretty well and then they have this more um morale system not not morality like right Mm -hmm. good or bad it's like a morale system yeah so like it's like your spirits like like uh, when you die you lose morale like yeah yeah, because you get resurrected you got defeated and this guy you go back to this guy has just a touch just a touch of the shadow of war games because that character is now stronger because their morale is higher because they beat you and you can't get your ah. stuff back, whatever you've lost. You've lost a bunch of spirit and stuff. Or not spirit. You've lost a bunch of stuff, and you have to beat them to get it back. You can't just go to a spot and hit a button and gather it and run away. Like, you have to defeat that character. And if you, you get one shot at it. So if it's a boss, you're kind of screwed, unless you are, you know, ready to fight that boss, I guess. Um, so, it's, so there's this morale system. And basically, the more you build that up by landing attacks, doing special moves, defeating enemies, the stronger you're going to be. And uh, and also, it's you have to have your morale up to certain levels for certain moves. And so as your magic spells, as you unlock more of those, some of those require really high morale to be able to cast those. So that system comes into play as well. Um, which is, it's interesting. And then as, when you level up, you've got five categories, and they're all kind of based on uh, these essences or like, um, you know, you've got earth, fire, metal, um, metal, water, and I forget what the other one is. I'm blanking on it. Um, but each of those, of course, it's, it's what they sound like. Like fire is going to be more attack, and you build up more spirit when you attack. So you can unleash stronger attacks, and earth is much more defense and health points. And metal, I think, had to do with uh, more stamina, and you build up spirit faster so you can do more moves, even though they don't hit any stronger. So like the idea is you build your character how you want out of these five categories that's, that are each attached to all these different stats. So I, I like the systems. I think... At first, because they're named different things, I kind of was like, oh, this is going to be a lot. I don't know. But as I realized, oh, these are just different names for things I've seen before, it wasn't too bad. Uh, I don't find it to be that overwhelming. So like the spirit meter is kind of like a stamina bar in a way. Um, stamina slash like charge bar, I guess, in a way. So mm. so anyway, I, I think the systems are pretty cool. I think it plays well. It looks fine. Um, there are times when some of the textures remind me of what they have to do on the Switch to get a game to run well. It can be like real flat. Like, kind of like yeah. Wild Hearts did this too. Like It can be real flat and kind of pasty and just bland some sections. But then 
some of the monster and enemy designs are really cool. Like the first boss's design is really cool, especially in his second phase. I thought that looked really cool. So, um, so anyway, I, I think the overall style and design is cool, um, but it's not the most visually impressive game you'll play this year. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, and and by the way, Either the story I've or... and this has been confirmed. Like so far, the intro of the story feels very much like I could have. If you would have told me, hey, what do you think? based on the setting the story is about and i'm like probably some guy who's got to avenge his village getting massacred right like mm-hmm. that's, yeah. that's pretty much how it starts um and then there's lots of dialogue i don't recommend using the english voiceover i think it's awful i think the voice yeah. is bad some people might <laughs> think it's shame. fine um but i just thought so i turned it off and went over to the japanese with subtitles way better because their voice their mouth are they, actually synced they up. always have yeah. it way better it's much better it's much more intense it's, you can just tell it's you know they care a lot more so um, i mean you know not to be like the the snob with with like anime specifically but i mean i do prefer subbed i think it's just the way that they um the 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 way i mean obviously anime is coming from uh, japan it's it's drawn in japan it's japanese mm-hmm. animation and the voice acting is the way that they kind of portray the voices and the acting that they put in just matches the tone of of what is happening whereas sometimes the english is not quite hitting it right it's just like the way that they're saying things doesn't match. I mean, that's mostly not the case anymore, though, because they have spared no expense with American voice actors. And oh anime. yeah, it's at least in the anime better. that I watched, I've watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're no, right. for sure. It's it's much I'm like better, holy crap, sure. dude. Yes, yeah. but there but are like some for... cases where it's like, oh, oh, yeah, someone's definitely. uncle come in and do this part. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, so basically, this part, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like. Petitio or whatever his name is from um, Octopath, if he was to do anime. That's (laughs) that's what the American voiceovers always remind me of. They kind of take you out of the setting. You're like, what? What? What are you doing? How are you talking like that? Hey, y'all, we're here to stole the superheroes. We're going to fight a big monster, right? Uh, What? (laughs) This doesn't fit the tone of the show at all. What is happening? Yeah, Yeah. so if you liked Sekiro, if you liked the Neo games... um, even if you've kind of like dabbled in the Souls games, but they haven't quite grabbed you, they feel too slow, maybe, or too, everything feels too heavy. That was always my thought with Dark Souls games um, or Bloodborne, whatever. Like, if you are interested, this might be one worth trying. It's on Game Pass anyway. Um, I think it's I think it's a pretty solid game, but it's one of those ones you have to pay attention and really kind of devote yourself to like, all right, I'm going to learn the system and, and play it yeah. till I get pretty good at it. And it's like most of those games. So um, it's definitely... It's definitely high quality. Like the eight makes sense to me. Like based on my couple of hours with it, the scores right around eight are making the most sense to me based on like when you compare gameplay and visuals to other games, it's not a 10, but I think it's good. So I think an eight makes, it's just about right. I think it's at an 81 on Metacritic, something like that. So yeah. Wow. I think the Neo games are always in the mid to high 80s. So this one seems to be scoring a little bit lower. Um, but yeah, and, I, and if you I like, if you like that mythology, right, in. in that setting, and that kind of like, if you when like, I played the heck out of the first demo, not the second one that okay. just came out, but the yeah. first demo, I, I beat it like three or four times. So that's why this game moved up. Like, I won't say it's the most imp- anticipated game of this year, but it was really high on my, on my like, I can't wait to play this. And then for some reason, I downloaded the demo and I was like. I'm not in the mood for this, and I'm not going to distract myself from what I'm yeah. playing right now. You'll circle back to it, I bet. But I think exactly by next week, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm like, guys, we got to talk about a certain game that's amazing. <laughs> yep. Oh, and you do get a lot of spells too. So if you like, you know, um, 
more ranged attacks. You can bring light, like right away you get like a lightning spell that comes down from the sky. You can launch fireballs, um, but you pick what you want to unlock. So like whichever one of those elements that you focus on as you level up, you'll start unlocking more spells in that tree. So they each have their own tree. So, you know, some of them are for defense and whatever. So, um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's well long. I think it's a really good game. Did anybody else play it or try the demo at all? I had just tried that original demo, but not the newest one. Um, okay. Just because, again, I've been I've been kind of moving from the the newer things that I can as I've. I been thought the original out. demo was a little overwhelming. It was too many systems they were showing. Hmm. All See, at I like I actually liked it. I, Did you I like actually, it? Okay. Yeah, I liked I liked the balance the of the difficulty. Original demo was awesome. Yeah, I was like, this oh, this is, actually doesn't. This one seem definitely too hard. eases you into it. It's like here's two. Oh, things. it's definitely can, the beginning of the game. Like it's just like, hey, we're gonna start you off and teach you all the systems yeah. right up that front. could have been feedback right maybe if people were like kind of more leaning in what you're saying Tim. they had systems. a lot of yeah. feedback from the original demo because the original demo as much as i loved it i had some serious issues with like if you tried to heal in the mm. especially in the boss fight if you didn't have help if you were just trying to solo the boss and you try to heal yeah, yeah your yeah. animation was literally this <laughs> Take a yeah, that was way Someone too slow. That was way um, too, yeah. <laughs> it was way too slow for sure. No, no, it's, oh, it's God. Quick, God damn it! It's definitely God damn it. much quicker in this. Uh, Edit that bit. <laughs> it's definitely much quicker in this one, like because I've healed during the boss fight, and it is much faster. Yeah, um, they fixed a lot of stuff that people were complaining about. I also think that's why the um, I don't remember, and I could be wrong, but I don't remember the deflect system and parry system being like this in the original demo where it was such a big huge part of it yeah. i know it was in it but i'm talking about where i only fought the boss once like i just fought him once yeah, me too. just so i could talk about it in the show um and then i was like nope i'm not gonna I'm, I'm in a bad mood this is not the game you play when you're in a bad <laughs> mood i'm gonna go back to octopath which by the way I ended up yelling at that game too but like um Shocker. i feel that i feel that but when i was in that boss fight I wasn't really using the parry in in when I was fighting the normal enemies, and I was just trying to get out of the way, and I was just automatically going into where I was flipping over the guy and then stabbing him. I'm like, oh, this is way easier. I didn't even realize I was doing that. I was just trying to dodge. Yeah. Instead, I'm like parrying and deflecting and all this stuff. So I do think they um, messed around with a lot of that stuff based off that feedback from the original demo yeah. to maybe simplify it and make it an easier game and now reviewers are like it's too easy yeah yeah some are i don't think it it doesn't feel too easy to me just no, only in comparison to other games but if you just take it as like hey this is its own thing it is a a very solid action rpg the first demo introduced here's all your magic casting here's your spirit you can summon here's every weapon type here's stuff you can throw and use it and i was just like this is this is a little too much for me, that first demo, mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want to have to learn all these systems. This is like you have a sword. That's what you start with. Then eventually, oh, you get like a, you get like a pole arm, and then that they give room. you like, then they yeah. give you like one spell. So like to me, yeah. it's it's just it's it's what a game most games do this correctly, right? Where they kind of walk you through yeah, yeah, the yeah. the elements of the game. And there's even there's not really stealth. You can't. I mean, there is. You can't like go into crouch mode and hide in the bushes or whatever. It's not that. But like if you can go up behind an enemy and walk slowly, you can get in a critical hit. Um, kind of a stealth attack, which I do like that. Or from above, too. Like, if you're up on the I was going to say, I really like jumping from above and then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So it's so far it's good, but like I said, <laughs> I'll invest more time in it later. It's my favorite weapon so far is right the dual the dual blade. They got dual swords and uh, they are awesome. I mean, I'm Those are awesome in Neo. I always use the dual I mean, sword. and and you have like these uh, martial arts attacks where you hold the right bumper and then hit one of your two attack buttons and it'll use up a bunch of spirit to do these awesome combos. But with the dual blades, he does like this. He kind of rotates his body sideways and does a sideways helicopter and then slams that. It just looks awesome. Like it's just really, really cool. Um, Sounds yeah. like it's a good game. It is a good game. Um, so yeah, there you go. Did anybody play Scars Above? I thought I might play it, but I just haven't gotten yeah, to I it. Yeah, I really thought I was going to. I even downloaded it, installed it, uh, but uh, <laughs> I, my life is being controlled by well. Let's come uh, back to that one later. This, right now. Yeah, when we when later this year, when we get you know, if we get time into this game, we'll circle back on on Scars Above. It is reviewing Did how you I anticipate buy it, sixty Tim? to eighty. No, I didn't buy it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't like the demo. I know you guys I did. did. I thought the demo was terrible. It. I was like, I'm not gonna buy those. I did, but I I knew I was like, I'm not in the mood to play this right now. I've got other games I'm juggling, and I wanted to play more Woe Long. So I was like, how about when I know I'm gonna play it, that's the moment that I'll buy it. Yeah. Um, so I'm waiting, waiting for that. What about uh, Destiny Two Lightfall? I did play that. Um, not a lot of it, but enough to get the gist of well, a it's Destiny, but. Destiny does do a pretty good job of, like, every year when they release their main expansion, they usually add some type of new gameplay element. And this one, they basically, I don't, I would imagine they took it straight from Halo Infinite, but you have that ability to, um, uh, now I'm forgetting the word. The grapple? The grapple. You can grapple onto enemies and do special moves and all this type of stuff. Hmm. So I only did the first mission, which is actually a pretty long mission. It took like 40, 45 minutes to to complete. And that's kind of where they're introducing you to your new powers and abilities and and the new characters and the new world. So gameplay-wise, it's cool. I just felt like the look of it and some of the characters you're introduced to, and again, I haven't played enough to see if my opinion changed. It just felt like a B-level, like, Marvel movie, like, where it was just like, here's this generic superhero, and here's this bright-lit city, and that really looked generic to me. Everything just looked very generic, which I've never, ever said that about Destiny. I think everything they do is top of the line. They make things look cool. So... Again, it could have just been, I'm not in the mood for this, but I it didn't put me in the mood for it. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to invest much time in this right now. Um, but overall, it's more Destiny. It, yeah. It's cool, but if you don't like Destiny, it's not going to sell you on it. Um, okay. If you yeah. do like Destiny, again, I only played <laughs> a little bit, but there's nothing there that goes, this is stupid. It's yeah. destiny. You're gonna it's like, like Jeff it. said last week. It's like that's kind of game you fire up and you're like, oh yeah, this game is awesome to play. Like whether yeah, or not you really want to get like the shooting works great. Like it just yeah. plays really well. Shooting's great yeah. and uh, destiny games. The reason they hook me is because the shooting to me is top of the line, and then the loot system. So I enjoy mm-hmm. my loot games, and mm-hmm. that's one of the games where it's like it is fun to like. They always start you on these um, expansions. They for me, like, well, actually for everybody, they raise the light level, so they start you at, I think this one starts you at 1,600? I can't remember. Um, so anyways, your all your characters are 1,600 flat, and then it's just really cool to start picking up items and be like, okay, that will level me up 10 points. This will level me up that, and 
and all that stuff like that. I get into all that stuff. And what's the stat yeah, bonuses? And so that that if you're looking for the that, Destiny Two loot good. system and and gearing up system is a lot of fun. Like I I like yeah. that. I like their light level system. It's good. They've um, definitely uh, you know granted the game's been around for like seven years. Like I'm talking Destiny and Destiny Two. Um, their systems are very like convoluted there's a lot to them they're constantly trying to change them because they want to keep you interested they can't keep everything the same so mm-hmm. if you haven't played in a while it yeah that stuff i i always come into it and i'm like i don't know what I'm you got the jack <laughs> sparrow face when he's like rescued yeah. like huh yeah <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. like i have to start learning what they're doing when did, again. The, when did the first one come out was that 2014 was the first destiny it was like the first year like the a year after the PS4 launched, I believe. And then two, yes, yeah, so that's gonna be 2014. And then Destiny I think two, two was 2016 was 20, or 2017. It was pretty quick, but then I think it's 2017. I think it's 2017. Okay. It was the year the hurricane hit, and I think that was 2017 because I remember playing Destiny two. Well, there's the no way for us game. to find out. We can't find out when that happened. <laughs> no, it's impossible. Nope. So. Can't look it up. Nope. Um. Too bad. It's were you gonna to say? Were you gonna Destiny say you remember? You remember playing Destiny in a hurricane? Like you were, you were outside. Like this is the best way to play this game. <laughs> Actually, we packed all our stuff and we went to my church, and we were in the church, and I was just playing Destiny too, oh, nice. waiting for the power to go out, and it. It did eventually go out, but it was just for like for a, a couple of hours. We oh, thought it was yeah. actually this. I forgot what the name of the hurricane was, but it was supposed to completely obliterate everything. So that's I never I never evacuate. That was the first time and only time I've ever evacuated. And so I went to my church and I went back to my house after the hurricane passed. And there was literally Irma. 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 there was like three Irma. limbs in my yard. And I was like, really? I thought there was a hurricane last year that we were all very concerned for you about, but then it just kind of yeah yeah that's something. the one that hit in Miami that actually did obliterate like South Florida right like, did a yeah. lot of damage. I thought the path was going to go through Tampa because you're supposed in Tampa, to hit right? Tampa so, like yeah. and then like the fact that it really kind of didn't do that much in Tampa kind of left everybody going what the hell I thought it was supposed to you know yeah. like yeah. meteorologists were a little confused <clears throat> a dramatic shift but yeah, there, yeah I just remember a hurricane hitting when destiny 2 launched and that game was awesome oh yeah it was great i played that the most that year for sure i still remember from the first game when they had to replace the voice for your little peter friend peter english because he phoned it in so hard and it sounded like he was like napping uh, in the voice yeah Yeah. hey you should stand here that's a wizard from the moon (laughs) that's a that's a wizard oh no peter peter Oh no, uh, we all like you. Oh, and then Nolan no. North came in and just crushed it. He's like, I'll show you how to do this. Yeah, he's like, I got I got this. Hold I my beer. Got it. Hold I my beer. I mean, I'm not it's saying that Peter actually phoned it in. I wouldn't be surprised if he got terrible direction on like what his role True. was supposed to be. That's fair. And and someone like Nolan North actor, someone like so, Nolan North doesn't yeah. need a ton of direction for voice acting as right. honestly, Nolan North sounds like Nolan North as this character, just with like a robotic twist. Right. Whereas Peter Dinklage just sounded like Peter Dinklage with a little bit of a robotic twist, but their personalities are completely different. You have one yeah. guy who's very like mellow tone, and you got another guy who's more excitable. Yeah, if you've heard Peter Dinklage interviews, he does—he just a little bland. Uh, he's very, very dry, bland. very, very dry, 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 very bland. tired, and quiet. 
Yeah. Yes. And that's exactly tired. That's how a good way to describe it. Yeah. Very tired. Yeah. Like he's See, that's why you don't irritable. you don't hire a guy like that to do voice acting. You just don't because no. he's not even a, a professional voice actor. Like unless on the, on the level of unless that's what you want. Right. 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 That's I want my yeah. character to sound super bored. Let's hire Peter Dinklage. Yes. Go for it. Yep. But yep. Yep. outside of that, what are you doing? What are you well, doing? I know this game came out last week. We already talked about it, but you guys have been playing it so much. I know, especially uh, Jeff. The reason I want to have you start us off on Octopath Traveler 2 is because this is not a typically, a historically Jeff game. No, it's, it's not. not. No. Uh, so for those of you who for RPG. some reason one don't know, uh, this, is, this, is a, this is a the sequel to the throwback that Square put out. Octopath Traveler was one of the biggest surprises of 2018. I like didn't see it coming. And, it was just and like, that was what a is busy year, too. So like the fact that it stood out year. that year was yes. pretty telling. Yeah. And it was I the visual... In 2018, the visual style is great. The combat is pretty standard, like old school turn based JRPG with some really cool twists they put in there to keep you engaged and add some levels yeah. of players of strategy. Uh, I think they do a good twist. Yeah, I do. I play the line, these type of turn based games. I play pretty fast because you can play the turns real combat. Yeah, you can play them as fast as you, you want. Can speed it up. Yeah, so I'm just like that, 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 that. Yeah, and you can. It's already fast, even if you don't turn it up. Right. Yeah, it's, it's super it's not fast. Slow. By the way, this is giving me hope that you might try the Secret End games because not only will they have fast forward, but there's auto battle. So if you're just going yeah, through, yeah. Like, you can just have everyone auto attack. You don't have to hit any buttons. You oh just no, hit auto I battle. would never do that. That feels like a cheapening of the experience to me. At this That's point. only for when like yeah. you're you're wandering through the field. You don't you can't do that in the boss. Or grinding like, level. Or grinding. Oh, I see. I see. Level grinding. Yeah. But I still want to be the one responsible for beating somebody. That's not totally fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I know I I'm want to hit attack stuff, but I want to be the one. I want to whack them. You know. Anyway, I love it. I'm like almost 20 hours in. I think I'm 17 hours in now. Um, and I'm in the dancers, uh, Ang, Ang, Agnia. 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 Derek's it's favorite so character. It's so funny hearing the nicknames that other characters come up with. Like, Agni. I'm like, Agni? Agnia. What? Just call her Agnia. You're not even missing that many syllables. Um, <laughs> it's like Kevin on The Office when he shortens all the words. Yeah. yeah. It's saying. And they call Save much time. Uh, people see in Partitio's neighborhood called him Party. World. And I was like, Party? Okay, you're trying way too hard. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I'm in her second chapter. She's about to go to the theater and whatever. Uh, and I think Derek already beat that chapter. I think he's done most right. of the chapter two stuff. Um, so I think you're That's a little... You're actually a little more ahead of me, but but I do have all eight people already, and I have five secondary jobs. Um, no, four, because oh, wow. four of them are in level 30 areas, and I'm not going to bother with that, obviously, right now, because I'm in the high teens, 20s uh, with all my characters. Um, level. Yeah, so you guys are like you guys are like further along, like you've yeah. progressed further, but I have more hours in the game, which is interesting. That's weird. So like, Where are you well, at hours-wise? So like 2021, 20, um, but, but my characters are t like level 22 uh -huh. um, and I'm I'm just getting to throne a as my sixth character. So I haven't even done any chapter twos whatsoever. Um, are you see, just so, opening the map up and stuff or so what I'm doing? I am wandering around a bit. So what I'm doing is and, and I, I saw somebody on Twitter mention this and I, I mentioned it to you guys. So uh, when you get Particio, he uh -huh. has this he has this move. Um, I can't remember what the hell it's called, but it's basically like you you mug you mug whatever yeah. the enemy you're fighting is. And you can do that. You mean during game. during combat? He has yes, the, during uh, combat. Yes. yes, you can collect money. Yes, you can yeah. collect extra money for every single monster on the. So mm -hmm. I've just been doing that. I've just every single battle. 
I've just been mugging every enemy and just ra- raking in the cash. Yeah, just he so sounds I can like a really good guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want air monsters, whatever. Let me, let me that is funny I that mean, Particio is so well-meaning and sincere, <laughs> yeah. and yet one of his moves is to steal from enemies he's fighting. Right. That's well, and that's, what I, that's one of the things I love about this game. It's monsters, steals. you're right. It is monsters. It's like the tone of the game is like this lighthearted JRPG, which, by the way, that's racist. It's just RPG. Um, it's but true. like it's true. <laughs> oh, no, did, one did, of the did, did J, that one of the JRPG yeah. creators said it's racist. Well, I mean, a Japanese RPG. man said that there was a yeah. whole stigma with that. So, I mean, to be fair, it's I, funny. Sorry. I guess. So anyways, it's like this lighthearted yeah, but, game. But y'all made this in Japan, and, and it's Japanese influenced so mechanics. So it's actually JRPG. Well, okay, whatever, guy. Whatever, guy. <laughs> but We're not like, saying it derogatorily, like at all. So. I don't but know. when you switch it to like night mode and you're running around the city, like I have all four of my characters, and I go up, I hit the X button, and it brings yep. up my options, and it's yep. like one's like mug, one yes. is like beat beat down, one is to steal. <laughs> And then That's... after she steals everything, she laughs at him. She's like, yeah, she... <laughs> it's so funny. So I'm oh, just man. running that around so the town, funny, like mugging, beating down people and yeah. stealing their moves and stealing their items. And I'm going, this, this like is counter to like the whole vibe. You guys of are the villains characters. of the story. Yeah. Like you guys exactly. are the bad you, you guys. Do, you do have that option of being like, of damaging your reputation and stuff like that by just doing horrible things around each town. Um, but yeah, the night moves are, are really fun. And I think you guys mentioned that's a new mechanic for the second game where you can just switch from day to night. Yeah, by day to night has been a right the first game. Monsters are um, stronger. And, and I also. love that. Yeah. And they pop up more for sure at night. Um, which is what I like to do. I am going yeah. through the story, but I like to go in the like areas where it says level 14, same, level 16. Yeah. And then I switch it to night and then I just fight. I yeah. like the combat same. that much that I'll just sit there. It and feels fight. so good. I mean, last night I was on a specific journey to collect, uh, I don't remember what it was. I don't remember where I was going or why I was doing it. But it was a certain point where I was, like, starting to get annoyed that I kept getting interrupted walking around. I was like, come on, I just want to go to the town and do the thing I got to do. Uh, but but the combat's just so fun that eventually you just There go, is right, an I'll, item I'll that you it. can equip on, I think there's two characters there is. I have. Yeah, there's a, where there's you a, can get uh, uh, interrupted less. Yes. Yeah, there's yeah, a support yeah, yeah. skill, and like you can actually, because of secondary jobs, you can probably get it twice, and even less than that, even more. Well, uh, I, mean, I think the joke says they don't right? stack. It. Okay, yeah, they yeah, don't stack. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah so, and well, I'll actually say that. Yeah. So who did you well, guys? Disappointing, to start but with? that that definitely helps with my uh, with my logic in equipping certain support skills. Uh, so your, so thank you for main, me who's your that. main character for each of you. I, it's still Hikari for me. He is OP so you, AF right Well, now. is that who you started with, though? Yes. Or? Yeah. Okay, so Hikari. I'm Throne's. Throne, and mine was uh, Ochet. Oh, okay, so. nice. I would no. say that all of all three of ours are, are and uh, uh, Temenus are the best ones to start with, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Because they I have, think... like, this lore attached to it that's just so epic. Yeah. I really yeah. like Oswald a lot, too. He's got a great story, too. Oswald A or yeah. whatever his name it's, it's, it's more of a straightforward revenge story, but, like, the lore is in all the four he characters. He is just I, a just cool freaking yeah. character. And oh yeah, him and Thronays and now uh, Hakari. Again, I'm not very good name with names. Those three are my favorite. Like mm-hmm. those three are in most of my battles, and they're all in like I think all of them are like level 24 right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I am bringing in more characters, so I have kind of my system is, and what I'm trying to do is, I'm looking at the map, and I look and go, okay because I'm still in chapter two, technically, right. I'll be like, okay, there's 
two chapter twos here. It's for this character and this character. Okay, this character I already have leveled up high enough, so I'm going to do theirs first. Right. I'm going to bring in the other character for this other chapter two to level them up while I'm working through this so I can right. immediately go into this chapter. Exactly. Two. Yeah, you got so You really do have to think about a lot of things before you do That's the system I'm chapter. trying yeah. to use. The yeah. other thing I like is, and this is what I'm in right now, is they have um, these like, I don't think they're like chapter things, but they're just uh, story beats for two characters. So they will have two characters that have like this like intermission type story that you can do and complete in certain areas. And that's the one I'm in now. I think oh, mine. I just unlocked one of those on the map where it's yeah. like, it's called like paths meet or cross or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And it's two of the characters heads together. And, and apparently there's a story there. Um, yes. Yeah, I'm excited so to I'm do that. I'm doing, doing cool. uh, Hakari and Agnes. Right nice. Now. Nice. I'm just in the beginning. I have no idea what it's about. I think um, mine was like Temenus and uh, somebody else. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I have, I have they a still have a travel on. banter where you can just hit plus yeah. to yep. start to listen to yep. them talk. Okay. I still got that too. Yeah. In between uh, chapter moments, like when you're in a chapter and like you're just walking yeah, around, just, it'll just like I just prompt love you. They're thinking things out like in such a complex way with the writing in terms of um, uh, even though it is like you can see the picture in Derek's background. It's it's there's not a lot there pixel wise and graphically, yeah. but all the writing and dialogue and stuff is so thought out. Like um, it depends on who you have in your party. Like your banter will change completely. Uh, mm. uh, like I have Agnia and she starts talking to Ochet, who's the beast beastling. And she's comparing her situation to Agnia's and like, I, I don't know. It's just very cool to hear some of that banter. And like, Ochet's the one who's giving you funny ears out. right now as you talk. She's the one who gives you. Yeah. Yeah. She is. <laughs> now, when you pick up, when you pick your starting you character, does the second game allow you to swap them out of your battle lineup? Or are they are they locked in? Uh, it's got right a lock now, for me. Mine yeah. is. I have Thronaze locked in as my leader of, so she's always in my party. I can switch that off, but right now she's locked in. How do you I switch it off? So. I'll have to look, but I, would I think you have to. I, I know there's like so there's um you know there's the obviously you can go to the shop where you buy items and yeah. weapons and then there's the um the in and then the tavern yes the tavern, yeah, the tavern and there's like a swap party switch. option yeah. okay yeah there's change party members I just haven't tried to change her because I like her that much I yeah, yeah I'm, I'm only asking because the, the same first way with game the I can't remove yeah. so I picked Hanit who's the hunter from the first maybe game. you can't maybe and she's I can't take her out of the party at all okay maybe you can't. Yeah, I'll have to. Yeah, she has, she has like a little, the... she has like a little padlock on her character icon. So I yeah, thought, same in I wonder. I'm pretty far into the first game. I think I'm like just under 40 hours, and I'm still like in everyone's chapter threes. So I'm yeah. slowly working my way through You're it. Like 20 hours, left, but I can't. Like. Yeah, probably because uh, it's a long game. Uh, is, but I, yeah. I can't take her out of the party. So I don't know if there's like a moment where it unlocks and it's like, all right, now you can freely. Like, if I sure. finish story maybe i I, I swear that i saw a menu option that was like change leader and i can't remember where i saw it now but That's it was not I in the thought. tavern it was the not in the that tavern. it says oh, that okay. your leader's locked in tells me that you should be able to unlock it but yeah i, I haven't but i i personally i'm like Derek though I, i'm so content with akari as the leader and he yeah. has such he's so effing powerful right now that i'm like no i don't want to change that did I, you beat his second boss or are you no i actually went because when you get stuck somewhere you can easily go to the tavern and just say all right i want to pause this tale where it's at and then i'll just level up and come back later yeah right i now. wanted to note so on it. that yeah. on that 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 feels like uh Elden Rings. So one of the things oh, cool. we always talked about oh, with Elden Rings is like, hey, I'm stuck on this boss. 
okay, I'll just go to the open world and do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> right. so sure, that's what sure. happened last night. So I'm fighting, and Jeff can share as well, but like, I'm like, okay, I, I want to keep doing Hikari's story. His is really cool. I By really way, like before, Yeah, before you go on, though, that second chapter is effing awesome for Hikari. It's really it's good. so cool. That's that's why I stuck with it. I mean, Samurai, so dude. Like, so you the samurai. Have, it's awesome. So they do a good job of kind of building up the baddie, and you fight yeah. him, and I'm like, I absolutely obliterate him. And I yeah, immediately yes. go, no way this is the boss fight. This is not the <laughs> boss fight. This is not the boss fight. And so you have a cutscene, and sure enough, it's not the boss fight. So sure. I go into the boss fight and I'm like, okay, pretty cool. They bring everybody back in. I got my full party. I'm like, all right, I'm going to destroy these guys. Now, keep in mind, the, the minimum level requirement is 15. All my characters are like lie. 18 and above. And I think one of them at this time was like a 2021, 20, which was probably thrown A's. And I'm doing okay. But the I knew I was going to lose because I could tell every time I fought this guy, he would just throw out these really powerful attacks and I would end up having to play defensive, meaning I was always reactionary. And once you're reactionary, you're done. So I was either healing or reviving the entire time, meaning I never had time to stun him. Yeah. And I got pissed. I'm like, all right, let me try it again. And every time you try it, you have to redo everything. It does not just load you into just that boss fight. You have to do multiple boss fights. So I was getting really pissed because it's like, like an old school save system. This know. is like two in the morning that I'm doing this. I'm like, this is <laughs> annoying the shit out of me. So I go, you know what? I'm probably not high enough level, which is bullshit. And I leave. I go and I grind for a little bit. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do her story, which was... The one you were just talking about, I just beat her second chapter. I think I think it was Agnea. I think yeah, it was in the same town that Throne came from, right? So yes. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was probably her. And I beat her boss real easy. Oh, and yeah. she was just one level beneath yeah. uh what's his face? Temenus's boss is the same way, super easy. So, yeah, in, so in the second I, chapter, right? Yeah. So I destroy that and then I go back and I fight this boss. And my characters are again, they're higher level, all of right. them. Right. And I absolutely obliterate him. He was still hard, but he right. couldn't one shot me like because he has a certain attack that basically yeah. swipes the entire party. And if you're not strong enough, he's going to wipe out all of you or most of you. My and experience was, like, was way more uh, premature than yours. You actually sound like you were leveled up appropriately when you okay. started the fight. It's yeah, just, you we, you know, you, you, you and I were not aware of what that boss would would be like. Um, he's very punishing. Yeah, very punishing. So you have to use the uh, there's a there's a skill or something or an item that can put his turn at the end. So so basically change control the turns. That's that's the advice that I've read is control where he attacks because you want to get as much damage as you can before he can attack you. Um, and a, there is a skill that does that. I can't remember what it is, though. But anyway, um, so, yeah, I stopped there, went back and did. God damn it. There was something else I wanted to mention. I can't remember what it was now. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh no! It it'll something it'll, it'll come back to you. I did confirm Eric, um, that the leader of your party, who you select at the beginning of the game, is locked in for both Octopath Traveler one and two. Oh, wow. ah, you can okay. you can swap them out once you've completed Chapter four, the final element uh, of their story. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Of, oh, of, okay. Uh, no, just just for that character. So like, if you mainline your main character's story somehow, like if you're if you're able to, uh, it's gonna be hard it's on the not, last one. It's not possible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're gonna die immediately. 
basically oh, I, like once you get to chapter four is if you do theirs first then for the rest of the chapters you could yeah. swap that character out is there so only I, four I chapters went, uh, per four chapters yeah, for every yeah, character in four yeah. i i went to the I boss that, the the really difficult boss in hikari's second chapter i went to him uh when hikari was 15 and everybody else was a little lower so yeah. Yeah, so the one shot that Derek is talking about where he uh or it can be a one shot hit uh where he just swipes using his spear um it it laid out three of my party members like immediately did you start like, laughing when you saw that a little yeah, bit though? i was like <laughs> laughing out of frustration like what the well, shit is this are you kidding well, me well uh, and then i just let kari well. like defend while he got slaughtered and then i just took it back to the tavern and i said i'm gonna pause this tale um but when you pause a tale that's great because it just it pauses it right where you left off and you can just yeah. go do all stuff so I don't have to come back and do everything over again. And that is kind of a long chapter. You know, Dan, I do wonder if with your experience, if that's why in the first game you felt like the second game, from what you guys are saying, from what I've heard and from what I've experienced a little bit, does a much better job of streamlining yeah. a lot of these pieces. Totally. Of course, they've improved it as you should with the sequel. Yeah. The first game does a pretty decent job as I'm playing it through again of allowing you if you if you want to, to quickly team up with the other characters and start going through the chapters. But mm -hmm. it sounds like as the traditional role-playing game, that's I guess what's called now, TRPG, um, <clears throat> traditional role-playing game uh, gamer that you are, you like to check every corner, do all the abilities, explore everything, keep people leveled up, check yeah. this. Like, is it more of that where you're not in a hurry and you're just kind of going through it? Because um, I, yeah, I feel um, like I did connect with those. Because I, I had all eight after like 15 hours of gameplay maybe in the first game. I had all yeah. eight. So. It could it could have been kind of like how I'm doing with this one, but this one I, with two, I'm I'm feeling like there there is more of a, a cohesiveness with the characters. Like For there sure. there is like that step up. It's still not it's very fully... random in the first game. I'll tell you that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's still not fully all the way how I would prefer. So I'm hoping with three, it's yeah. even like kind of more connected. Um, cool. but yeah, like I like to yeah. kind of wander around. Like right now, so I found out about this. There's there's these enemies in the game that are like these little octopuses. Um, or octopi, right? Octopi, octopi. octopi. Yeah. Um, that basically, it's like that. It's it's those rare enemies in RPGs that like have like five HP, but basically, it's like almost impossible to hit them. So if you actually can kill them, you get a lot of EXP, you get a lot of money, some rare item usually drops. Like, so I found out about them. So I I found um, there's a dude in some town that if you um. If you have a, is it Particio? I think you can buy stuff off. You can buy it, uh, an accessory off of them that makes it so they pop up more often. Gotcha. And it was like it was like nineteen thousand gold, so oh. it was a pretty expensive item. But yeah, no I, I, I had like thirty thousand because again, I've been mugging all these monsters just left and right, just beating the <laughs> shit so out great. of them, taking their money. That's so, cool. uh, so I just had a bunch of money. So I bought that. I've run into a few of them, but they are like I've only killed one. Like they they are like it, practically impossible to freaking hit, and they run away pretty quickly. So I, I was kind of just messing around with that just to see if like you know can I actually fight these? Maybe is it's maybe it's too early on. My accuracy is not where it needs to be to actually fight them more efficiently. So yeah, yeah I just do kind of stuff like that sometimes. But I think in this one again because of the balance of the game and the characters being a bit better, I'm not I'm not getting like annoyed where I'm like I'm just gonna step away from this. I'm still like mm -hmm. engaged. And I sure. want to keep playing it. So, so uh, the only thing, like, okay, so I absolutely love this game. So let me start. Yeah. I know we've been talking about it a while, but I want to point out this. Like, this is, I buy everything. And this is one of the games that I actually did not buy or pre-order 
when it launched. I waited until we had this podcast last week. I listened to Dan talk about it. And then I just applied my same logic of you buy everything because you can get it 20% off and you divide it into four payments. So you're only paying $12 every two weeks for this game. Just buy it. So I went ahead and bought it because I was like, even if I don't play it a lot, it's not a big deal, right? Mm. I bought this game and I am actually blown away because I did play a little bit of the first one, but I wrote it off. And that's the thing. Mm. This is where perspective matters. I wrote it off as it's just not my type of game. It's old school JRPG. I don't care about this crap. And now I'm giving it a shot and I'm absolutely in love with it to the point where clearly I'm excited about it. I keep updating you guys in the chat. Yeah. So I was excited about doing yeah. this podcast. Here's my only only criticism. And again, I don't know if it's actually going to be a full uh, accurate criticism. Is If you look at the picture I have up there, you see it's a party setting, which is very, very tropish of JRPGs. Like they always have like a bonfire and everybody's sitting around because they're on this journey together. That's what I would want with these games. Like, I feel like chapter one should be their origin story, bringing them together. And by the time you get into chapter two and three, you don't really need to resolve their individual stories. They should be coming together for one Almost like Marvel movies. Like you have your individual Marvel movies and then they all come together for one big like journey to attack one enemy. That's what I'm hoping this game does. I don't know if it does. I know they said their stories kind of come together better, but I'm all the way at the end of chapter two and you guys are saying there's only four chapters. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's really going to be what happens, but yeah, one of the reasons like I loved and I know Kyle could speak for this. Um, that we loved Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is you're on this journey. Like it's literally like you're traveling this universe with this party. You're at bonfires, you're experiencing this journey together. And that's what I love about RPGs. And I'm hoping that if it isn't happening in this game to the extent that I'm talking about now, that's what I would hope for the third one is that they yeah. would get so good at doing these stories that they can go, hey, we're going to bring eight characters from different areas. They have their own individual stories, but we're going to bring them together for one big epic story where they're all have they all have their individual reasons why they have to fight this enemy. Does that make sense? That, well, that's, that's, that's to me what would be epic. It does. That's although what they, I was the, saying last The game uh, is pitched episode. as eight travelers, eight adventures. Yeah. So, like, it yeah, is yeah, actually yeah. pitched as eight yeah. different characters who have their own adventure, but they just happen to be teaming up to help each other for whatever yeah. reasons. And, See, oh, okay. So that's, it's not going to happen. In this. It, it, does, so that it was, does pitch it that way. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying, like, when we last week when we first spoke about it. Like, with the third one, ideally what I I would like potentially, and obviously there's a lot of things that you're weaving in and out, so I get it. It's It can be complex, but I, I like I like the idea of there being all their own separate little things that they're dealing with, but there being some kind of through line where everything is connected, yeah. right? And it's like, and oh, that's it's, what I want. And you can even be like, oh, it, it was their destiny. You could do some cliche-like thing 
like that, or you could not, whatever. But like ultimately, there's something where all of these things are connected for a reason, and yeah. they all came together, and there's ultimately a big bad. Dude, I really do um, wish there was more dialogue in the uh, the joining department because it makes yes, no yes. sense that I stumbled upon Temenus. And he saw that I had people like Throne in my group, and he was like, "Hey, can I join your group?" Like, there should have been more of like a, a sure. struggle, at least yeah. morally and your, or and in your the dialogue. Main, and your main character is silent when that's happening, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. which is weird to me. Like, they're just they're just sitting there, and and that character's yeah. talking to you, and it's like, well, why is the why is my main character who clearly does talk because they have their own chapters is suddenly a silent protagonist? Like, that doesn't make yeah. any sense. Like. It's like just really weird. weird, especially having Particio and uh, and Throne in the same same team is so ass backwards to me. Because Particio <laughs> makes his mission statement like "I'm going to end poverty," and Throne is sure. like "I'm just going to steal from." I'm going to steal from everyone <laughs> in this yeah. city. <laughs> I'm just gonna, yeah, exactly, yeah. So yeah, I mean, so I, and there laugh are at some them. disconnects, and I, I, I'm glad you brought that up, Tim, because like. Now that I think about it, Octo Path, path yeah. Traveler. Path, okay, sure. got it. Yeah. It's eight yeah. different paths traveling together, whatever. Yeah. But like Dan said, I guess what my fantasy would be is that you can do that. I don't have any problems with how you're starting it. And I and we didn't really talk about it here, and I will talk about it. The stories, aside from a couple, are really intriguing. That's yeah. the other reason I'm playing this game. So yeah, same here. the gameplay is top of the line, in my opinion, for a, a JRPG. It's top of the line. I feel so powerful when I'm like, when I stagger an opponent and then st like stab him eight times and he blows up, it feels, feels good. so it good. Yeah. It feels good. It feels like. Hell yeah, I just dominated your Or if you, in one turn, good. stagger a huge group of, pe of enemies, yes. and they're all staggered at once. Oh, like, that feels so good. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I, I like, like Temenus, uh Or not Temenus, Oswald has that fireball attack to everybody, and if they're all weak to enemy, you can stagger oh, all of them. Feels so move. good. It feels that's so what, good. That's what and I you get seven extra moves. Dude, of, like, one of my favorites was, uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's an arrow, there's arrow users, I know, in Octopath Travel 2. I'm sure there's one that has some yes. kind of arrow storm move. So I did this arrow storm, and they were all weak to arrows, and they needed to hit, be hit like three or four times each, and it just happened to hit them all. And it's like one move, boom, they're all staggered. I literally was oh, like, I love that. That's yes! the best feeling. <laughs> it's the sound well, effect. I was going to say, when with, you... like, oh, it's just everything just so feels good. so good to do in the game. Yeah. Yeah. When you get like, a like higher level, like mm -hmm. I mean, not super high level, but Oswald's like 22, 23, and then you go in and you're traveling in areas that's like level five enemies. Yeah. And then Oswald's my first guy, and I'm like, okay, you're just, fire you're fireball, attack. You're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody blows up, and you get your two. It does XP. so much damage. It's insane. It's so much but, damage. So the gameplay is king for me. It's Thanks. the main reason I'm playing it. But the individual stories, like I am absolutely, I did no research, by the way. I listened to you guys on the podcast talk about some of the characters and stuff like that because y'all played the demo. I didn't play the demo. Mm -hmm. I I was semi-interested in some of, of what y'all were saying. Again, mm -hmm. I usually check out with story stuff. I didn't remember any of the characters that you were talking about. So when I went on there, and not even just to be funny, it really was. I was like, she's got boobs. I'm picking her. So I picked Thornage <laughs> for her boobs. God, God damn it. But she's got a cool, why her opening she's chapter fun. is really cool. Her opening it's, chapter is But great. she is super cool. Now that I've done all eight chapters, I would say she's still my favorite. The whole story is for anybody who's listening is like, well, why is she cool? Because she's part of this like crew that's ran by a mom and a father. So she calls her mother the town. and father. 
They yeah, run okay. the town. They're snakes. From the underground, basically. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. they're this underground crew, and they're extremely evil. They're corrupt. They're all jacked up. They're always manipulating and backstabbing each other. And that's her story. Like, her story is, like, the lead chapter, without spoiling it, is basically mom and dad are behind some, like, crazy stuff that you get revealed later that you did not know was happening to you. And so your whole goal is to break free, break free from this snake crew. Mm-hmm. And and Black you're snakes, wanting right. in order to do that, by the way, you have like um, this thing around your neck that has yep. two keys. Mom yep. has one key and dad has the other key. So you have to kill them because they're not going to just hand you over and be like, yeah, we're going to set you free. They want you in their crew for life. They want to control you. They want to own you. You're their puppet. So she's like, OK, I have to set on this journey to get their keys that means i have to kill my mother and my father which by the way it's not their biological yeah those are titles yeah it's just their titles and they're in two different locations and that's that's the journey she set out sets out to do um but there's a lot of twists and turns again some of it's cheesy but for the most part it's very very intriguing and there was some stuff where i was like oh crap that guy backstabbed me that i didn't think was gonna backstab me right and and things like that and and there's other characters as well i'm I'm forgetting his name but um the i'm gonna call him the catholic one uh temenus yeah temenus is very sarcastic he's complete douchebag he is it's so funny because he's a man (laughs) i love and he's over there like in front of that (laughs) that crick the the guard who is a sacred guard or whatever uh who protects like he's like the, uh, a knight of the uh, the cloth or whatever, like a Templar um, or something. Yeah, like. basically, uh, he is new and he is shocked that Temenus is saying some of the things he's saying because they sound so. So like, it's basically Tim and I on a journey together, and I'm Temenus. <laughs> God damn it! Tim's like, wait, what, bro? Wait, you're you can't say like a I'm just Particio. I'm like, let's be that. nice to everybody over here. <laughs> You can't I, I wanted to, you I wanted can't to point out a couple other just quick things about this before we move on, but um, I, I just think this game does a, a great job of catching you up as well. These games are dense, and there's so much yeah. going on. If you do what I did, where I played this game a lot at release, I don't remember Derek, if you remember me talking about it, but I played it a lot, then I put it down. I came back to it that summer, played a little more. I was up in like the, the mid to late 20s of hour count, and then I just set it aside completely because the rest of 2018 was pure insanity. Oh my god. There was so much garbage that year. So much garbage in 2018. So I just remember <laughs> I remember looking at it and going like, I need to go back to this game, but the more time passed, it's almost like when you don't respond to someone's text and after it's been yeah. too long. It's <laughs> weird now. So like, um, I didn't I didn't want to return. So I finally did. When this game came out, I was like, you know what? I have so much time invested in that first game, even though it was from a long time ago. I'm going to dive in and try it. And right away, I was like, I don't remember a lot of these characters. I don't remember what their motivation is. So I went to the journal just to see if there was like maybe a summary, like, like what happened last time. Not only is there a summary, but you can replay pretty much every scene from their story. Yeah. yeah. So that's in the first game. I'm going to go ahead and assume that's in the second game, too, where like if there's a, need, there's at least what I saw was diary well, what's good like, about that is yeah. like like Derek's talking about and Dan you were saying this too like you wish the stories would combine and I agree with you that'd be really cool but let's yeah, assume yeah. that they don't then yeah. let's say by the time you get to someone's chapter four you might have been like I, did, I don't yeah, remember I what's don't happening remember. here you can go back and check out the journal and not only will it have a written description of what happened mm-hmm. and what you're doing but you can watch any of the scenes 
So like That's there was right. yeah. there was one character who I had totally forgotten that she's trying to hunt down these guys with these tattoos that murdered her dad. She saw when she was a little girl and she saw they had these crow tattoos on their arm, neck, and shoulder oh, or something yeah. like that. I vaguely remember that. Remember one. that? Okay. And so I kind of was like, Oh, that makes that makes sense. But then when I hit play, I watched the little cutscene happen again. I was like, Oh yeah, mm. I totally remember this now. So, oh, so, so you're seeing you're seeing you can actually rewatch the whole scene, which is cool. Yeah. Because I'm invested in this one. I'm I don't see me not beating it unless I get stuck on a boss, which mm-hmm. I, I think this game really is like, hey, just grind, you'll be okay. Yeah. Um my question to you is I'm gonna I have Octopath Traveler on PC, but I have it in Epic Game Store, so I yeah. can't play it on my Steam Deck without doing mm-hmm. a workaround and I'm not yeah. doing it. Yeah, right. Um so I'm gonna buy it either on Steam or on Switch. Does it have like good characters and good stories as well even second, if it does the second it, one is better okay. but yes it does but like second, i'm talking on like an individual yeah part. it absolutely does i would say there's at least kind of like what you guys are saying with how there's two or three that are just great and maybe an additional two on top of that that mm-hmm. are still also very good yeah, good, but like there's not the stakes aren't as high, basically. Well, I I don't it's it's about the them. same here where yeah. you're gonna have three to four that are like, oh, I want to find out what happens next. And the yeah. rest of like one of them's an apothecary, and literally his storyline is I want to go out and just help people in the world. So you get yeah. to a new town and you have like a new storyline where that's like Particio, yeah. And so like chapter two of this apothecary story had a like you meet this character, you see how she's like tricking this whole town, and you decide you're gonna stop her from doing that. You face off with her, you beat her at the end, and she goes to jail, and that's the end of that chapter. And now the next chapter is like, now he's going to head over here to see if they need any help. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. It's just like hmm. some of them aren't that interesting, even though this, the yeah. chapter yeah. was fun. It was I, yeah, and I would say Agnia has a lot of that too, where she's just like, I just want to be a dancer out in this world yeah. that I'm in. And, and there's other ones who are like, like the, star, the girl basically. I talked about. Her story's great, where she like she yeah. saw her dad get murdered. Yeah. It was like that's traumatizing. A, yeah, that's compelling. And, and she wants to go yeah. hunt down. So each chapter is her hunting down yeah. one. The apothecary. I will say and this one is Agnia, more interesting. Oh, okay. I will say with Agnia, even though like I personally am like I don't care about you wanting to be a dancer. You're all the characters were real over the top, too happy and stuff like that. <laughs> I did watch a little. I'm pretty good at like. Figuring out when you could, when it's safe to skip a cutscene and when you should listen, and so I, anytime I'm like, oh, I know what this one's gonna be about, I just skip it. Well, I saved it for one where this lady comes and helps her and like kind of sticks up for her, and and I was like, eh, I don't think this lady's who Agnia thinks she is, mm-hmm. and sure enough, it plays out where like there's something mysterious about this lady. Because a girl walks into her and she's like, why were you so nice to her? Why did you help her? And she's like, ha ha, my plans will all come out eventually. Ha 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 ha. Oh no. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I don't care about Agnia, but now because you are corrupt, I do want to see what is your plans. Why did you kind of like back Agnia up? Like what what part are you going to play? Certainly some of that in both games, and that happens in both games, and I think they do a really good job in general with it. I will say... That the gameplay between both, and I can say this confidently, having played through two of the opening chapters of the second one in the demo, and based on everything you guys are saying, it sounds like you're describing the first game. Like everything, there's a few things we talked about, like the day-night cycle and a few other like quality of life things they've added for sure. Mm-hmm. If you went back and played the first game now, you'd probably be like, well, "Why can't you dot 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 when you're in the menu?" Or like, it's probably little things, right? Right. But overall, 
the combat's they are, the same. They are identical, like playing through yeah. and like breaking yeah. enemies and like the types of weapons and the types of magic and yeah. the classes and the so secondary that's the, jobs. That's the and... TRPG element that we're all talking exactly. about. Exactly. That's exactly it. So like Which I thought was funny that there was a guy, the same guy reviewed these two games on IGN, same exact reviewer. He gave Octopath Traveler a 9.3, and I watched his review just, like, recently. Oh, that's he, when they used to do decimals, and, oh, uh, that's funny. He was completely in love with the game. He was like, this okay. is just a amazing game. He then reviews Octopath Traveler 2 and gives it a 7.0. Same guy. What? Yeah. That makes no sense. <laughs> what? Said it, he said it was what? too safe, it didn't change enough. Sure, blah, blah, blah. sure. So I was actually surprised. I was like, okay. That's Listen, like I get that there's like kind of a skeleton, a skeleton there that's the same, but clearly yeah. like over, it's got, it's kind of like um, Horizon Zero Dawn versus Forbidden West, right? Like yeah. there's a skeleton yeah. there that's the same, but clearly like Forbidden West is like the, the way more improved, right? They, they added so much more to it, it's more improved. Like here, it's like they added uh, a better cast of characters, the writing's better, there's things connected better. Like yeah, the combat is kind of more or less the same, but it, this is cl- this is clearly like the real, almost like definitive version of Octopath, right? Well, the first yeah, one has one, one of yeah. the most annoying languages, and that's the, my main character. And I like her story where she's yeah. trying to find her old mentor because he's he disappeared and lots of mystery around where he went and what happened to him. And so I like the story, but they talk in this very strange, like, old English. And I mean old with an E on the end English. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like that yeah. kind of thing. But they add <laughs> E's on, like, even in the written dialogue. She'll say something like, we have to go hunt whatever. But, like, they'll add ease to words. I'm like, why are you doing that for me? I don't understand why you're adding ease to the written dialogue. But they'll also Immersion. Add, like, they'll add, like, E-N. So it'll be like, like we, we must then find him. It's like, why are you, why is there E-N? Like, it's that. It's a weird language. I don't know yeah. what it is. It's like some kind of weird Gaelic or something. It's, it's. I respect it's that they're, I, it would make more sense if they kept that language when that character's talking to her own people. But, like. That's so weird to have that type of immersive balance in a game where you're like playing pixelated characters. Like it makes no sense to do it, you know? So those we're we're all pixelated. We know we're playing a video game. What are you doing? (laughs) So, but I I would argue that I I do think the first one is actually does have interesting characters and is written well, but Mm -hmm. I haven't seen enough of two to know. Yes, this is a significant jump. Like I think of horizon and God of war games as, insanely significant jumps even though yes some base core gameplay things are the same those are incredible jumps in quality and in, in yeah. scope and in i wasn't so much I saying that as I far as the same the, amount of quality i don't jump. think the octopath traveler 2 jumps are that significant but they no. are there for sure they're there yeah, for yeah sure. but i th- i think with this game like i'm not over exaggerating if you're on the fence and you're like well i like jrpgs we um, talked about it for like an hour right now. We love this game, right? Like we I love absolutely, awesome. and I haven't even. I would just tell them to like, play the demo, like and try a couple yeah. first chapters. Yeah, but but my point is, is like I don't think there's much improvement you could make on the combat side. I'm not no, saying you could true. come leave up it. with systems, yeah. But I don't want you to. If it's not broke, do not fix it. Like it's mm, yeah. that good to me. And Tim, and Tim, I like that you told me uh, about the secondary jobs being in the first game because that is an element of the game that, like, oh, it, that's what do, I do not to talk change about. that. Do not change I that. I absolutely ever. love that. Like Hakari is—he's a swordsman. 
And yes. so I'm killing it with my sword. And then I run into, I'm forgetting now what secondary job I added to him. I think it's yeah. clergy or whatever. Yeah. But now he can freaking, he can use um, um, lightning, fire, yeah. ice. So he's yeah. basically Compensating for the people that are not in the party with you, basically. Yeah. He's a god. Like, I yeah. don't need anybody else. They're... Outfit changes too when you do that. Which does, is cool. I, I, I love really cool. in JRPGs when you change job classes or you alter Me something too. and it visually changes. I, yeah. I freaking love that. Dude. I added Particio's yeah. got the hunter, not hunter, uh, uh, warriors, which is Hikari's, uh, uh, back, whatever skill set. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. now he looks like Hikari a little bit. And I'm like, I can't yeah. have two of these guys was that, playing around. Dan, was it Final Fantasy IV that really popularized the job? Uh, system? Five. It was five, five. Or, okay, it was five or three. No, I think three had it, but then five like really like expanded on five. Five's, is the, one five's the one that really like blew okay. it up. Like, yeah. yeah, it's 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 a hell of a feature. Dude. I love I love a good. Do job not ever system. change that yeah. if you're gonna change anything with the combat. Just make it. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would, I would expect a powerful, third game sooner than we got a second, and it would be very mm. similar. But I could be. I wrong. just want to say this because uh, we did be talk about this game a lot, and this is what my point was when I first started talking about like I didn't plan on buying this. I think this is so far, I know we're early on, this is the surprise hit of the year for me, personally. Like, I really liked Fire Emblem Engage. I haven't beat it yet, but I really liked it. But this blows it completely um, out of the water. That's how striking this? me, too. Yeah. Way can I say fun. that I also actually wasn't even considering buying it just because I was, like, unsure because of the first one. I was like, oh, I, I liked it, but then I stopped. Kyle and then I played the, the demo way. last week. Yeah. I played the demo the week before and I was like, all right, no, you got me. You got me. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm buying this. I'm, I'm doing it. Kyle like, got yeah. through, uh, just to speak for Kyle, I'm going to put words literally in his mouth right now. Do it. Uh, but he <laughs> said Shovel that he, uh, uh, this is according to his Facebook mm. post in, in the current gen group. Um, <laughs> he said that uh, he couldn't finish the first one because it was something about the material just wasn't connecting with him it wasn't the combat yeah. it was like yeah, i didn't yeah, yeah. care about anything but the second one he can't stop playing too he's in the yeah, same right. boat as the rest of us where it's yeah, just yeah. the stories are just so good and yeah, the combat the was never the problem it's just the the writing is so good in the second yeah. one but last thing i'll ask about this second game because the first game is certainly in a pattern where it's like make sure your characters are up to a certain level start the mm -hmm. chapter you have a whole bunch of cutscenes. You might get sent to like a new cave or new forest where it ends in a big boss fight, and you go back right. and wrap up that story. Is that same. kind of the pattern of this second yeah, game? Same yeah, pattern. yeah. Okay. So yeah. that pattern, if if the story and character trappings around it aren't really compelling, that can wear on you. And I think that happened mm -hmm. to a lot of people, myself included, with the first game, where I was kind of like, yeah, I don't want to do another chapter with this character who's not that compelling to me. I just want to get to the other right. chapter. Oh, right. but I'm 10 levels too low. Uh, you know what I mean? That's right. It, right. it yeah. can really wear on that. you. Um, I can understand that. But I think the game, for me, again, if you've played the first one, maybe you're not having as much fun with the second one. I get it. I wasn't, by the way, like trying to condemn the IGN reviewer. I was just saying weird that he was infatuated with the first one and then there was such a huge drop off in the second one, even though most of it is good changes that were changed and then agree, the stuff yeah. that was unchanged was already amazing excellent quality me, of life stuff yeah like the gameplay to me is that good that i don't right. go god i gotta do another fight this is so the stupid visuals are very improved i'll say that too like definitely i also think so yeah they i think are. it's balanced really well so again there is no yeah. easy medium or hard mm -hmm. i am except losing. for that one boss fight yeah except for I that am. one boss but that's you I just mean, gotta like figure out how. I want to say though, to be fair to the game, I want to say 
there are strategies that we could have used that if you're level 15, you could have beat them. And I don't think I'm smart enough to follow it. Like, let me put it this way. I didn't get to talk about it. The way I beat him is I knew his weaknesses because he has three phases. And if you don't know his weaknesses and you waste a turn doing something that barely does anything to him or doesn't stagger him, he will absolutely make you pay for that. But if you know his weaknesses and you're on Mm -hmm. point, you will destroy him. So yes, your level well, does have, matter. Uh, but your jobs for every character now. Exactly. That also be matters too, yeah. because if his weaknesses don't align with your party, mm-hmm. meaning like you don't have a second job unlocked, yeah. you don't have the right party member that was, equipped. That was my problem the first time. You're yep. gonna get destroyed. But if but you like- have the stuff, you you can wipe him out. Yeah, what I like to do too is um, with like some of those battles to to kind of like get a, get ahead like as far as like being able to stack up multiple attacks, you know, like kind of build up. But it's just right in the first round, just defend, just defend. Mm-hmm. So then I'm gonna take less damage that first that first shot, and then kind of start going going through and and hitting with every every different type of weapon to see. All right, what are they? I would not have, okay, I, again. I, I I at first was That's using defend a little bit, but I now I yeah. think using like buffs against them, like throwing their attacks down or shields down or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. is a better strategy. I actually yeah, think that's with good him, too. you don't get to defend. So when the battle uh, launches, he literally hits you, and he uh, knocks he just two of your. Uh, he literally hits you first, and he knocks two of your guys dazed. Like they're just like, eh. sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, some of them are obvious. Like if I was fighting a big tree, and it's got a weakness of fire. Obviously, an axe, obviously. right? Like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Then an there's axe. other ones that I don't understand. Like, there was a giant turtle, and the dagger was something I was weak to. I, yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, sure. yeah I know. Sometimes I don't know why. Makes no like, sense. All right. Uh, the, only the, noticed, like, the only the pattern I've like, noticed is certain, like, most enemies that are like weak to the dagger are also weak to, like, um, what's it called? The sword? No, oh, where you would impale them. Spear? Oh, spear. 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 So most of like the weapons are aligned. Like if it's a sword, it goes with the axe. If it's a probably dagger, part of the balancing, with... they're like you're likely to have someone with one of these weapons. Right. Yeah. yeah, there's some balancing there. I, I do think it's funny the the enemies that you find that are uh, weak to holy light, and I'm like, what determines yeah. that? Yeah. That's <laughs> again, some of that's obvious. The it's darkness. like skeletons and ghosts. Like these okay, guys are these sense. guys are demons. They don't believe in the Lord. Yeah, some some of that makes sense. <laughs> believe in the Lord. Yeah, one time I was like fighting a mountain goat and it was weak to light magic. And I was like, why? It's a dark ass goat. It's a dark ass goat. <laughs> it was a dark goat. Yeah, it was a dark goat. Um, I guess so, goats, so are, good, goats are satanic, like, right? Isn't that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> this game is, uh, for me, like Hogwarts is easily my number one for the year because of my own biases that I brought into the game. But like, this is competing for me with Hi Fi Rush. Like, I mean, it's that level so of it's like. It's a surprise. Eight. Yeah, Hi Fi Rush literally was a surprise. It came out of nowhere. I love uh, but, it, man. but that game is so unique and like fresh, and it's got yeah, such great yeah. visuals and a, and a really cool, inventive like Saturday morning cartoon story. Yeah. Um, that I'm like, it's really it's neck and neck for me. Like Octopath and Hi Fi Rush. I, I love this, dude. I love that, and this I feel like this happens to at least one, sometimes two of us. Um, I, w- I would say every year, but maybe that's not true. But anyway, like. 
You I, are not traditional. I know what you're saying. We just love people. when this happens. Yeah. 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 And it's like, dude, not only were you surprised with this, but you're hooked on it. You're loving it. I, I yeah. think that's awesome. Yeah. I think it's happened to each of us at different times. I only actually like it because the IGN guy gave it a seven. If you would have given it <laughs> a nine, sure. it's a if you would have given it a nine, it actually would have been overrated. That makes trash. sense. That actually, yeah. this actually no. makes total sense. It but he's my sense. he's my reason I can feel safe playing this <laughs> swimming in seven. In your safe space. <laughs> I haven't oh my checked gosh. on Metacritic, but the the score is actually lower for this one than the first one, right? Because of no, it's it. It depends on which platform. It, mm. it it's it depends on which platform. So like on Switch, it was eighty three versus eighty four. So, ah, okay. okay. But on PS five, it has an eighty six. So like if you just look awesome. at the if you yeah. look at like the top possible score based on every yeah. platform, then it's three points ahead. Eighty six. Yeah, but the first yeah. one wasn't. It on deserves to be higher score in my opinion. So a lot yeah, of people they improve that, things. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people that would review it that are strictly PlayStation um, users wouldn't have. I think it. I think it eventually came out on everything, though. I think it did. Yeah. It okay. just didn't get reviewed on yeah. everything. So like yeah, yeah, yeah. Xbox yeah, yeah, One yeah. version didn't get reviewed. Like I'm on. But like Derek, I think Derek's on PC too, so he can Steam Deck it, right? Um, but the PC so version PC of like, two is yeah. is at seventy nine, and one was at eighty. So it just yeah. depends on who's reviewing it and what. I, kind of I will say, like a judge. So there you go. <laughs> we we mentioned uh, we mentioned briefly the visuals, and I will say that uh, throwing this on my PC. Putting it in 4K, it does nothing like in terms of resources. It hogs zero resources because yeah. this game is your not computer is almost getting cold. Demanding. It's like yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it, it gets like I have my light LED lights change colors when the CPU gets a little hot, and it it does not change from green change to light blue at all. Um, it gets but this game green. in full 4K on my 4K monitor looks pretty, like the backgrounds at least, because that's where the it looks really pretty. Yeah, I do love looks like incredible. moving water. And yeah. Like, the modern like, stuff, like in your background, you see like the the bugs and stuff, like the yeah, yeah. the or whatever. I remember dump. when this game was first announced, and I know that I'm pretty sure Dan, you and I were part of this conversation too. But we were just like freaking out about the, the visuals, the, yeah, the visuals and the way that they do focus, yeah. like the the kind of out of focus backgrounds yeah. where they right. the focus. I, I love move, that perspective, like, and me yeah. too. So I still I still love it. I still love and it. And again, That's, it's it's like when you go into when you go into buildings, it, it just it, um it feels like a um what the hell is the word I'm trying to say? Is it diorama? Mm, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's like, what a, pop, it is. like a pop-up book a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just it's just it's so it's so cool. I really this, like this it. This does I, make me want to go back, especially because of you guys already sung the praises of the first uh, game, even though I ignored it because I was just like turn-based RPG is not for me. Uh, but I, it does make me want to go back and play that game because I know they're separate, like stories, I think, worlds, all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, I yeah. think if you um, and I already, I would do this, Jeff. I would go on Steam and wish list the first one. I yeah. think it, when we have that sell in like two weeks, I think this will be one of the games. Oh, it's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah. It's also a good one to take a break from. It. So like, it's kind of like playing Bayonetta, right? Like if you play too much Bayonetta in a row, you're going to get kind of burnt out. I just want to own it where I have access. So on. like, this is a good one where it's like, if you finish a second game, you put your 50, 60, whatever hours into it. And then then maybe it later this year when it's like, I want to revisit that, but I want new stories. Play the yeah. first one. And that's yeah, yeah I'm, and I'm totally going to now. And I think there's actually a mobile, <laughs> a mobile version of the game that came out like uh, two years ago, or maybe last year. I don't know. It was where it's a, where it's yeah. a, yes, uh, where it's a prequel of the first game. Uh, and oh, I'm like, oh, that's, that's interesting. Cool. And apparently, you can play as all all eight people um, at, in in combat, which is that's pretty cool. Weird. Uh, I don't know mobile. how busy that's going to be. But it is a mobile game, so you got to think about that. <laughs> well, you know, I like the Fire Emblem Heroes game, and that was strictly mobile. Ah. I loved Fire Emblem Heroes. That was a really fun game. 
um, surprisingly. They used to have a games actually work on like mobile platforms. Well, one of the things I wanted to do in this episode, in addition to talking about things that we've watched, and we will, we're going to close out with stuff that we've watched, including the new episodes of stuff and movies, because there's a bunch of stuff to cover there. But I, I wanted to make sure we took a few minutes to celebrate PlayStation 2, um, the best-selling console of all time. This was the anniversary when it first released. Of course, just Japan. It didn't come out to the U.S. till Japan. this, uh, till like that following fall. Um, but Japan. that was in the year 2000. I China. was a, Is that yes, yeah. a, I was a young whippersnapper sitting there in high school listening to my Sony pony buddy who thought mm. Nintendo was just for babies and hated. Always made fun of me <laughs> for like a Nintendo. And he was just talking about the PlayStation too. So I already had a built-in. I hate you and I hate Sony uh, in my heart. I've always hated ponies. Um, but mm. thankfully, I overcame that because it ended up being, you know, has having some of the best games. So what I want to do is I just want to talk a little bit about PlayStation 2, kind of revisit some of the, like, when it was launched and, and that kind of stuff and the versions and just how successful it was. But then we'll wrap that part up with our top three, just for each of us personally. What are some, what are your three favorite games um, if you can narrow it down to three, I actually had a hard time. I had like seven and I didn't want to pick three. Um, but we'll narrow down three of our favorites from that console. It doesn't have to be exclusive to it. Just whatever you played on the PlayStation two. That's fine. Um, all right. But as a reminder, uh, of course it was Ken Kudaragi, right. Who developed PlayStation one and then apparently began PS two development right after PlayStation one launched. So like mid nineties, he was already working on the PS two, already planning things out what they wanted things like having a dvd player built in for example which was huge right like you could i remember using it for our dvd player too and that was awesome um even my wife had to learn how to navigate how to use the ps2 because that was our dvd player same here like that was a really big deal um that was our only dvd player for for years yeah yep and of course that's one of the one of the ways that nintendo looked like they were so far behind Mm because xbox and playstation 2 you could play DVDs and the GameCube. It was like, we have tiny little discs that you could put in there. And it's like, what? Um, Stop so. making proprietary freaking cartridges. Stop and discs. it, Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> Even when they made the Wii with CD size games, still couldn't play DVDs on there. Thanks. Thanks, Nintendo. <laughs> um, that makes sense. They're the best. They're the best. Um, but of course, so it came out in uh, March 4th of the year 2000. That's we're recording on March 4th, 2023. So 23 years ago in Japan. Thank you for that, Conan. And then uh, October 26th, it hit North America. Do you guys remember what it, what, how much it cost when it launched? What, the PS2? The US, PS2. 350 I think it was 300 It was $299. Yeah, it was $300. Okay. Yep, yep. Do you guys know, without looking, don't look it up. Don't look it up. How many units has it sold as of January? Oh, uh, 150 million. I was going to say 154. I was going to try to be exact. 154.1. It is currently uh, it's listed as 158.7 million. Wow. I was the closest then, yeah, technically. It's, it's, <laughs> true. it's true. By prices right rules, you are correct. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What was the last bet? Closest okay, without going over. And one set. And one set. I hate those guys. I mean, I would do I the know. same thing, but I just hate it. I love the um, family guy bit where they did that and the contestant just looked at the person and said, F you. And it was like whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I remember when this thing launched, it was like a cultural moment. And, oh, yeah. um, and I'm really glad that I did, you know, let go of the fact that I had one kind of jerky Sony pony that I knew from school. I didn't let that ruin my experience because I ended up catching up on all the PS1 games. I had borrowed a PS1 and played through some like 
Final Fantasy VII, some of the big ones, right? I played through Soikoden, but I never had really become a Sony kid. I only played a couple of um, traditional RPGs on there. And then when I got the PS2, I started playing tons of different games on there, action games and RP and strategy games and everything, racing games. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden I was like, whoa, this is the real deal. So mm-hmm. um, I really, really loved that that system. Now, they came up with a couple of different models of it, of course, the two most popular being the oh, original standard, yeah. but then they came out with the slim, the which I never, slick, dude. I never owned one of those. I didn't either, but I used to test consoles when I worked at some like Best Buy knockoff place for okay. uh, like a couple months. And we had, at that time, it was mainly PS3 and Xbox Ones, um, or Xbox, is that right? Is that the right gen? Xbox Ones or Xbox PS2 and Xbox. Okay, so then then it would be 360. So that that was the era of gaming that I was working in. Um, 360 and PS3, okay. Yeah, and a lot of slims came through, and I'm like, these are slick, Wow, and they're really tiny. Uh, Yeah, yeah, they worked really well. Um, I like those. Do you guys know, what's your guess, when did they discontinue? Oh, Lord. I mean, it was a while. It kept going, like in other in other parts of the world too. Um, Jesus, um, when did the? I don't even remember when the PS3 came out. Did last so of us we're saying it? like worldwide discontinued? Like, yeah, and I'm sure that in some ways um, they're still selling units of it somewhere, but broadly discontinued. 2013. Dude, you got it. What? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Right, well, That's wow. crazy. Now it. <laughs> 2013 2013.1. It was officially discontinued after 12 years of production, which is the longest wow. lifespan of any video game console. Wow. Yeah. Nintendo's um, like, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> we got this. This switch is going gonna, gonna to outlast everything. It might. I don't know. I mean, think about it this way. Think of how long the switch is out now. It would need to be five more years. Yeah. True. True. Like, to match that. That's yeah. great. That's a long time. Well, that so that actually does make sense then, because even if they they haven't even announced a new console yet, right? They haven't. So yeah, right. Uh, they would have to announce the console and then like a year of buildup for the new console, and then they're yep. still going to sell the old switches for several years. So sure. that they that could break and the I record. think the the new console is going to just be an upgrade of the switch because I think yeah. they're going to want to hold on to the name brand. Yeah, so I think I would I would not be blame them for that because consumers will not want to latch on to like what's this called? Uh, you know, on. whatever. Squeezy. Like they did that. They did that with the Wii U. <laughs> they did that with the Wii U and saw what happened there. So. Yeah. yeah, true. <laughs> saw that. So it's like that's true. Funny. Well, this would be smarter if they did like Switch Two or Switch, switch Pro, Super which they switch could lump or... in as a Switch. You know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, Super or, Switch. Yeah, just have something Super that switch. fails like. One of the reasons PS2 continue to be so popular is because PS3. I don't think they're going to do it. The PS3 was such a colossal mess at the beginning, at least. So PS2 continued to be their most appealing console by a lot. Yeah, yeah, they bungled the. uh, I remember reading up on it later after I got back into gaming and stuff. Uh, I remember reading about like the price announcement and stuff, and like how how Microsoft easily overshadowed uh, overshadowed them with their 360 pricing announcement. And of course, Uh, they ended up outselling the 360 by just barely. They didn't people talk about it as if it was a blowout like it was neck and neck they pretty much tied with playstation having a slight edge of overall console sales in the end uh-huh. but for almost that entire generation 360 was where it was at for the right. most that was the only remember, console I owned. yeah you have to remember when they passed it like what was the price of each console so mm-hmm. the xbox 360 got more people to buy it when it was at its regular price not at a lower discounted price so 
Correct. People forget that. They always get obsessed with the numbers. But well, if I sell you a million things for a dollar a piece or you sell me 750,000 things for $2 a piece, who made more money? Yeah, true. Math. Well, everyone got a second job to get the PS3 when it first came out. So I <laughs> I got a third job. To get <laughs> I'll be I'll be honest with you guys. Um, I never played a PS3 until I worked at that place for two months and tested oh, consoles. <laughs> Yeah, never once touched the PS3. It, it uh, took me it took me, uh, I think, a, a a year or two into the generation to even mm. get the PS3. Like I, I was just kind of starting to date um, my wife and, and she actually like helped me buy one. And I was like, she's the one. Nice. There's, there she's you go. The the one. Right then and there. The see, I was like, you guys see how obsessed I am now. I was really bad back then. Like I bought everything as soon as possible. Like wow. everything. Wow. All right, guys, those wanna, were not easy to get a hold of. I want to ask you, what do you think are in the top 10 Metacritic scores without looking at them? Don't go look oh, at them. Geez. For um, PlayStation 2 games. And there's um, multi-platform too. Grand Theft Auto. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Gear Solid 3. Wait, Grand Theft Auto 3, you said, right? Mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto 3 A-Spec is in the top 10. What'd you say, Jeff? Metal Gear Solid 3, is that PS2? It yep. is, but it's not in yep. the top 10. Metal Gear oh, Solid 2? So, so, 2, then? Yeah, two's in the top ten. Okay, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I know. I knew. I remember seeing one of them in the top ten. God of War, God of War, the first one. They're not in the not, not Metacritic. They're not in the top ten. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Sly Cooper, you said? Nope, not no. Sly Cooper. Yeah. Not and not um, God of War. Nope. The, those no. both scored highly, but Guitar we're talking Hero, like we're talking uh, like ninety fours and above. <laughs> Guitar Hero. Oh, I, I I I let me track that back a little bit god of war is tied for 10th at 94 with a bunch of other games so ah, okay. okay the original god of war was up there but... god of war 2 nope oh. devil may cry uh, oh kingdom Ooh. hearts nope not a kingdom King- hearts madden yeah. and nope madden nfl a couple of entries oh, get... got into the oh, 90s of course that's those, that's, those were hot when... back then though yeah sure every but... sports game got three grand theft auto games Vice oh, City. three of them yeah, grand okay. theft auto andreas, 3 yeah. san andreas and vice city kingdom hearts 2 uh, Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil 4. That makes sense. And Tony yeah. Hawk Pro Skater 3, which is the highest. Oh, I don't remember that one. Wow. For the wow. I feel like I stopped at 2 because that was the last N64 release, wasn't it? And Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4 is also on this list. Dang. Wow. Oh How is Kingdom Hearts not on there? Or like, I know. Well, at, I least, know. at least 2 because 2 is like. 2 is uh, amazing. People love 2. Like, I think that's like. The, I mean, there's the so many that were overall. in the 90s. I think Kingdom sure. Hearts is somewhere like. Prince of Persia, Sand of Time, 10. Final Fantasy 10 and 12, Soul Calibur yeah. 2, uh, Okami, but they're all just like, they're not in the top 10. Sure, sure. Um, just because they were like a 92 instead of a 94. Well, so, Final like, Fantasy 10 should be in the top 10. That's that's egregious. Well, egregious. speaking of what should be in the top <laughs> list, let's talk about our top three favorites, and then we will move oh. into some headlines and wrap up with stuff I we're watching. three times five, so. So you have 15? You have your top why? 15? Okay, why, 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 did, why was that? Why are you like this? <laughs> Why, why did you do this? I am why really are you the way that you are? you are? I hate um, so much about the way the things you choose to be. <laughs> <laughs> I hate. I love the, how his cadence on that line. Yeah. Is, <laughs> Instead of just why, so I hate you. It's I, I like out that. Questions of I like when like Toby that. leaves and he does his exit interview. He literally wrote down, uh, "What is it?" Um, who do you think you are? Yeah. What gives what you the right? You, what yeah. gives you the right? Who gives uh, you and the he right? has to act. But he's trying to be cool in front of Holly because he, he likes Holly. He like in a, in a nonchalant, uh, like easygoing way. Yeah. I'm, to- yeah. I'm Toby. What a good yeah. twist because yes. he had so many like mean things. Oh, my God. Yes. 
So what a yes. good twist that he didn't want to yes. make Holly upset with him. Yeah. All right. Um, so we're going to go alphabetically. So Dan, why don't you kick us off? What are your top um, three? And if you want to throw some honorable mentions, that's fine. But what are we like, hey, these are my top three. Well, Final definitely Fantasy. no Final Fantasies because those fucking suck. Um, yeah, I, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> You're a hater. No, so, so my so my first one is actually so my second favorite Final Fantasy is Final Fantasy X. That is my my first favorite PS2 game. Okay. Um, that game was I remember getting that like right when it came out, and I was like super excited because it was like I think it was like one of the first games I like kind of like saved up some money for myself, and I like was able to go to the store. My mom drove me there, and I bought it. And like, dude, that still to this day, that beginning cutscene, like the CG like FMV cutscene so of like. Good. T- Titus is just sitting there on some like bench or whatever, and they're about to do like the the Blitzball game, and yeah. like the music's like kicking in, it's all metal and shit. Like that blew my mind, dude. And we didn't know who uh, what's his name Aron was. We didn't know him yeah, yet. Or- but he yeah. looked cool standing Oran. there, looking over. Yeah, Aron. Yeah, he's just standing there with the sword, and he's yeah. got like the jug the of jug. like yeah. the sake, and he's just looking out at Sin uh-huh. that's about to destroy like everything. Like, yeah. yeah, that was amazing. Um, and then number two would be Metal Gear Solid Two. Metal Gear. Um, that was Metal the first. Gear. That was the first actual like full Metal Gear game I played. I had a demo oh. for Metal Gear Solid One, but okay. I I never I had not actually played one until like I played two, and then I was like, shit, this is amazing! Like, this is fantastic. I need to go back and play one so I can actually like get the whole thing here. Um, that and now was you also... totally understand the story. It's totally coherent. And yes, you get absolutely. It all. Okay, cool. Yeah, you yes, have no absolutely. questions. Yeah. I have cool, no cool, questions. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Kojima tells very <laughs> coherent, sensible stories. Yes. Yep. That's training. <laughs> Definitely coherent. Yeah. yeah. Makes totally. a whole lot of sense the whole way yeah. through. Yeah. But like that, that also was insane because like, I mean, he tells, you know, those cutscenes are like movies. So like that, yep. that was like a unique experience for me because again, I hadn't really fully experienced one. So playing two, I was like, this is insane, dude. Like this is a movie. Um, and then my third one, I was kind of choosing, trying to choose between Devil May Cry, the first one, and Animusha 2. I yeah. freaking love Animusha. Animusha and specifically 2, because 2 really, like, expanded on 1. Like, I love, 1 was actually my first PS2 game that I owned. So when okay. I bought the PS2, Warlords, I had... Warlords, right, was the first one? Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. Animusha Warlords, exactly. Um, first one I ever Anim- played was 3, when you had the French guy coming to play. No, with uh, I, Jean Reno. I Jean loved Reno. that game, but pe- I guess people don't like it. As well. Oh, Leon the Professionals in that? Yeah, um... It, he was great. The, the opening seat. So uh, again, about CG, uh, the FMVs. The opening FMV of Animusha Three is to this day. I, it's I still one of the greatest ones. It's one of, yeah, one of the most. I remember I would start I've the game over and over just yeah. to watch it. Yeah. yeah, dude, Samanosuke running up that like giant creature thing. Dude, with, that like, was the so good. I forgot. Like, I forgot about that. That was amazing. Ama- I still go on YouTube every once yeah. in a while and just watch it. It's so good. Those man. games are game. way better than people realize, and they yeah. come back. Yeah, oh, great game. Yep. The um, only one I didn't play is the fourth one. Like, it's not called the Donna Dreams. Yeah, it, I remember I did play it, and it's like it's a good I game. I, I really it's... only played the third one. The other ones I barely, barely yeah. diddled at all. Well, I mean, you can play game. the first one. You can play. Yeah, it and I don't think it sold well, so I don't think we're getting remasters of two and three. So, yeah, really sucks, yeah. but it's, it's really good. All right. At the end, whatever's not mentioned, we can throw out uh, ones that we at least want to have mentioned. Um, Derek, what would be your top three? All right, since I can't list off all 15. Nope. Uh, number three, Twisted Metal Black. Uh, number two, Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. Hmm. And number one, Grand Theft, Grand Theft Auto 3. Three. Three. Why, now, why, and I don't think you're wrong, but why did you pick three over the two that followed it? Because three changed gaming for me. And yeah. that's the one I invested more hours into than the other ones. 
I'm not saying it's the, the better game. It's not. But for me, I had never played anything like that. I remember when my cousin introduced me to that game. I went to stay up in Jacksonville for the weekend. It was like a Thanksgiving weekend. And he's like, you should check this game out. And I started playing it. And we played all night. And my mm. brother saw it. My brother wasn't that big of a gamer at the time. And he was like, when we got back to Tampa, he's like, we, we got to put our money together and go get this game. So we went and got the game. And him and I lived together at this time. And we had a roommate. And me and my roommate, Mike, would just play nonstop. And I'm not exaggerating. Where I worked at Sam's Club at this point, I worked in a parking lot. And I remember one time I walked over to Mike. Him and I worked together. And I went, Mike, dude, I don't know what's going on. But I feel like I'm in a video game because I'm looking at this fire truck and I feel like we have to steal it. <laughs> yeah, and I wasn't yeah. even being trying to be cool. Like I was like, I feel like I have a problem, we man. should be stealing this. You are That's why how politicians say what they say about yeah, me. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I never go like they're all wrong. Do are they mostly wrong? Yes. But if you overplay it, it I was younger mentally much. then too. Yeah. I was like. I think I it's really just you it. Floridians. It's just you Floridians. It's, it's just Florida. Yeah. It's just Florida. <laughs> I then later that evening put my penis in an alligator's mouth. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> All right. Wow. And now you have no penis. Jeff said I knew it. He's like, I've always thought this. I didn't want to say it. Um, All right, That's Jeff. That's why I'm it. transgender. Jeff, oh, what, what are your uh, three? Uh, I Actually, this was an era of gaming that I did not really commit and beat games. Okay. Um, so I really just listed the three that I enjoyed playing so much that I sunk the most hours into. Mm-hmm. Um, my three is, I definitely didn't beat this, so I can't speak to the story at all, but number three is Kingdom Hearts 2. I played that game mm-hmm. so much. And, uh, Hold this on, was... Jeff, I need you to spec- all every detail of the story. Yeah, I need every you to detail. break it down, right? Talk yeah, about yeah. stories that make complete sense from beginning to yeah. end. Totally uh, makes sense. So th- this game, I remember, because uh, all these games, actually, I started playing um, at home when I lived with my parents, and my brothers mm-hmm. still lived with us, too, at that time. Um, this was a game that he would come into the our little gaming room area that we had in our two-story house, um, and he would watch me play it and go, why are you playing this? This is, like, meant for kids. And I would just, like, dude, you don't understand until you have the control <laughs> in your hand, until you're kidding. playing the combat. Like, it feels so good to play. You don't understand. Yeah, no. uh, yeah I just had such a fun, fun as hell time playing the second one. Um, my number two is prob- I probably did technically beat this game, but not, not everything's 100%. There's no way to complete it, truly. Uh, it's Guitar Hero 2. Um, uh. I went with the second one. I really had to think about which one did I sink the most time to into on PS2. Yeah. And, and this is the one I came away with. Like Guitar Hero 1, I think, has the better songs. But 2 just looked a little slightly more refined. Yeah, is like 1 the one the that ends with Freebird? Right, I that's so. 1? Yeah, that's yeah. the one I played yeah, the yeah. most, I think. Yeah. I like, I like 3 the most. I do too, but I think I played that more. I had a 360 by that point, and I played it on 360 way okay. more. Okay. Okay. Uh, right. And it looked way better, <laughs> way way better on 360. Um, but yeah, this was the game. These those first two were definitely the games that like kind of opened my world up to the rhythm uh, gaming, and that 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 period of time was like five six years of me nonstop playing Guitar Hero and Rock Band. It was just mm-hmm. it was my life. That was a problem. Yeah, it was a problem. And then my number one is uh, it's the same as Derek's. It's GTA Three. That yeah. was, like, transformative for every single one of us in the house that that gamed. It was, like, my dad, my brother, and I were just trading the controller around. We could not believe the shit that we were able to do in that game and get away with. <laughs> like, sure. like, I still remember the map, like, the back of my hand. We just spent so many hours on weekends, like, 
just Dude, dicking around, not doing banging anything. Banging a prostitute and then killing her and getting her <laughs> money back was the greatest thing that ever happened. They well, did. it also was the first game where you really tested systems, like like okay, this wanted system. How far can I push this? When I'm oh up yeah, up we got the, the army after like, we we yeah. basically we passed controller around to test who could get the most people after us and, and how how long you can how last. long how long and can yeah. we break so the game? My dad was can the one that this found thing? this building near a gas station, which was kind of on the edge of town. You could see the sea. Um, and he found a building. He was able to go up to the top of the building and just rocket launcher everybody. <laughs> and, and, it was like, and he was able to get a bird's eye view and like take down helicopters and stuff like that. Yeah, like yeah, so, like yeah. he yeah. was able to stay alive the longest. My dad, dang it, when I was a kid, man, he was <laughs> he's pro he was gamer. Like our, he he's was pro our gamer. pro gamer in the house. Yeah, um, yeah. It's not the same anymore. Uh, yeah. But uh, he still games. He plays Fallout seventy six. He loves it. Yeah, I still remember when my brother. I went over to see my brother and his wife and their new baby, and we were hanging out. And then <laughs> I was meeting my nephew for the first time, but he still. And this is his first kid, right? So life changing. But then he kind of just whispers to me like gotta try this game and i was like <laughs> what i was like holding the base like what are you talking about so he fires it up and and i was like what is i don't understand this like it, it's like mario you can move in 3d but like you're shooting stuff like it was all it was all like yeah. what is this like and mario you know, but you could shoot things and you can go wherever you want to like you don't i don't understand what you're saying to me right now yeah. like it didn't really compute until he, he handed me the control and i started playing it and i got it and i saw like what's that little mark is like you go there to start a mission but you don't have to you can do whatever you want and i was like what yeah I can do whatever yeah. I want. I have so control. like it was I mean, it was that for me it was between three and Vice City because Vice City I think we played an equal amount we played so much. I didn't, but, but that's all I really played of it. But the, I was third say, one, was, the third three, one was the one that was like you got to check this game out. It was like a big freaking deal. Three was like know? oh someone introduced me to it that looks really cool but I didn't yeah. really play it a ton. I played Vice City when that came out. I liked mm -hmm. it a lot. I thought it was really great. But the one, and I'll go ahead and jump into my list, that's at number three for me is GTA San Andreas. That's the mm -hmm. game that I put the most time into. I thought it was, and I know that looking back on now, it's got all kinds of flaws. I totally get it. But I loved all the weird, in-depth RPG systems of, like, you can get fat or you can work out and get yeah. in good shape. Like, I thought that stuff was amazing. The idea of, like, going out of the city and now you're riding your dirt bike across the country. And now you can go to... You know, you know, this country backcountry roads and there's mountains and there's another city over here and like yeah. i just thought it was amazing um and the, the way that you could do things to build up skills like swimming and biking and like Working actually out. pedaling yeah. to ride a bike all that kind of lifting stuff. weights and there's like a lifting mini weights. game for yeah. lifting weights yeah so i thought san andreas was it was just, it was definitely the most involved gta game but i just never my brother and i were in a weird gaming space where we didn't really want to entertain rpg light elements at all in um, a gta game we were just I like love... no I but love now, Andres. in retrospect, so do I. Like, yeah. well, we so I, I replayed yeah. that one like back because I mean I was pretty young then, so I had I did, I just had the time you know to do so. I replayed that game like three times, like front yeah. to back, like that's awesome. so and good. that's a long game. Like Very and there's the game. three whole separate areas. Like yeah, yeah I was yeah, obsessed with Andres. Yeah, so, and that was also the first game that I did like a midnight release, waited in line. Um, yeah, wow, went to get that. So that was a yeah. that was a big moment. Um, but man. And then stayed up way too late playing it. Had to work and go to class the next day, and then right. like kept this playing. This is the it. way. Oh, <laughs> so so good. That's number way. three. Uh, number two for me, and I know that Metal Gear Solid Two is considered by most to be like the top. For me, it was Metal Gear Solid Three. So kind of same as San Andreas. Like some people are like, no, Metal Gear Solid Two. Is I the, think three the is actually slightly favored over two. By, yeah, okay, so, is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, I think it usually is. For most people feel betrayed I by know. two. I, I've heard, at least from Kyle, who's like the resident, my resident Metal sure. Gear expert. Uh, Metal Gear. 
he puts four like up there above both of them, but like mm. two I've heard more positive things about than three. So I feel like Tim's right. That's what I've See, heard, but I don't yeah. know. But that's okay. Regardless, yeah, yeah. for me personally, three was amazing. And I love yeah, yeah. I love the outdoor yeah. setting. I loved the mm. camouflage system. I thought yes, the boss yes. battles were on a next level. I loved the start. I thought the ending was really emotional. Like I just it just mm-hmm. did everything. Mm-hmm. And even though I could not always explain to you all the Metal Gear stuff, I understood that particular story what we were doing, what the goal mm. was. Yeah. By the end of it, I felt like I understood who the characters were and why we were doing what we were doing. Yeah. Like, even though I couldn't explain all the Metal Gear lore, that's crazy. Not many people can do that. But I, I do think that game had a great beginning, middle, and end, and it just did a great job. The yeah. arc was amazing, and the final encounter was just so memorable. Even walking through the river of all the bodies you killed was very memorable. Two was was loved, but it was also um, hated on a lot because of the character switch. The, it, threw, it threw me Three off. Three was so more popular. Because so, like, I loved one. Unlike Dan, I did play one on the PS1 mm-hmm. and loved that game. And two threw me off, and I didn't like what they were doing at first, but over time, I was like, "This game is freaking." Time, so hold on, they they did a character switch in two. Yeah, you're yeah. not. You're did not. You not know, a lot yeah. of people hate. Yeah. hate so it. this yeah. is making. It's crazy how history repeats itself. With Last of Us Part Two, it's so wild. Yeah, that yeah. is so wild. Oh, never, and what's funny? But yeah. what's funnier with Metal Gear Solid Two? I never is thought like, of that. Like, as a you're, you're surprised snake. how many people don't like surprises. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. what, you're playing Solid Snake for like what two hours, three Barely. hours, and yeah. then and then the rest of the game is uh, this other dude. Yeah, and and everyone was like, "What?" Because there was also literally a dev- does dev- cartwheels, cartwheels while holding yeah. his penis. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, it's not his fault. It's not his fault. Um, Which, by the way, he's he one of my favorite characters in the dude, Metal so Gear fun. universe. Dude, yeah, he's great. Because then it's he's four. alpha as fuck, bro. Yeah, in great. four, he's like, yeah. I, didn't, I still haven't played four. They need to, what's Sony doing and Ko- I know, Konami, I know. whoever? What do you do? Why are you sitting there? Get it off of the PS3. I would actually like the PS3. Yeah, I would like four to be remade or release again because I beat it. At least put it on PS Plus as a PS3 classic, man. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Whatever. It's got to be Konami. Yeah. Um, I've always thought they would. I will say this: I really think if any of you guys played four now, you would actually hate it. You'd just be like, dude, this is what are you doing? That was actually my first uh, PS3 game when I bought it's, my PS3. That was my first ninety percent movie, ten percent game. All right, so those are my three That's and two. Fun. My number one for the PS2 era was Shadow of the Colossus. That game mm-hmm. left the imp- made an impact on me and still has stuck with me. I loved the remake too, but I mean, I remember when I played it, I was just blown away, absolutely just there stunned. Were, I don't think so. there were any games at that time that were doing fights on that caliber of mm-hmm. like, hey, climb this giant thing. Yeah. And yeah. have like yeah, you have to. Well, and it. I was also really taken by the silent, mostly silent story, and yes. like yeah, it was just very subtle. There weren't like enemies, like and I loved games with waves of enemies. I love that. I love leveling up. I love all the systems. But this was a break from all of that, mm-hmm. and it was almost like this peaceful, and then at times terrifying. It went yeah. back and forth, peaceful to terrifying. It was so good, man, so good. So I loved that game, still do. Um, any. Before we move on, real quick, any honorable mentions? Like, this is a PS2 game that I love, yeah. regardless of where you would rank it. 
Devil May Cry for sure. Like I, that that game was like, and, and which was originally it, it it spun off from Resident Evil Four, right? Because they they were working on Resident Evil Four, and it was a, a bit more kind of almost like gothic horror. Like there was a tra- initial trailer you can maybe find it on YouTube where there was almost like these ghost enemies chasing yeah. after Leon, which was crazy. But then like then it spun off into Devil May Cry, which you know he goes off into this island and it's like there's like this castle thing and he's fighting like these demons and so on. Well, and the so the sword uppercut to two guns midair. Yep. Sold yeah. Me. Like that was one of yeah. the coolest things you yeah. did. The, in the marionette game. bosses, like uh, I'm gonna throw out there, uh, mercenaries. Monsters, uh, you guys ever play mercenaries? That open yeah, world uh, game. Yeah. That game I played was the second one. Bla- the second one I didn't like at all. But yeah, I didn't either. The okay. the first one was so cool. It was like Grand Theft Auto, but you're literally a mercenary and you're capturing these <laughs> these high level lieutenants and generals. What I just thought the first game was awesome. Mercenaries was a blast. Um, loved that game. I, I'll just, I will, I'm realizing, uh, by the way, that uh, Kingdom Hearts 2, or the reason I played it so much, was because I worked at Blockbuster at the time, and I just kept re-renting it. Mm, uh, free. Mm, like, mm. I didn't even have to bring the game in to re-rent it. I just had to copy and paste the barcode and just put it to my name. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, the other one that I played a shit ton at the time that it came out was God of War 2. And I didn't even play the first one. The same thing yeah. with Kingdom Hearts. I just hey, you're just skipping one. over, like, the hey, Yeah, I, just, I didn't care. It was just so <laughs> much fun. You are the opposite of Dan. Like you're failing me with rage. I am so killing me with rage. I told you in that era, I did not beat games. I played them for hours, and then I'd be like, "All right, I'm gonna go do something else." All right, I'll list off a couple others real quick because I didn't realize we're over time. Oh, Derek, we got got Bully. We got uh, Star Wars Battlefront One and Two. I loved. Oh yes, yeah. I thought Battlefront Two was great. Hitman Blood Money, um, Final Mm. Fantasy Twelve, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, and then its two sequels. I thought were a blast. And this, all the Splinter Cell games I played on PS2, at least the first three. I think I played um, the first, the second. I might have been the second one I that one too. <laughs> Chaos Theory, I still think, holds up as an amazing stealth game. Mm. And the last one I'll mention, and Chaos. see if Derek has any other, was, is uh, Suikoden 3, which uh, is Ooh. a really great RPG that, game. That oh, you like those games? Those games? That was my first week. I like those. I don't know if you knew that. All right, <laughs> I'll just, uh, I won't talk about I it. I'll know. just list them. Uh, number four on my list is Mortal Kombat Deception, God of War. God of War 2, Mortal Kombat, Shylin Monks, Final Fantasy 10, Final Fantasy 12, Resident Evil 4, SOCOM games, I just put all of them. SOCOM, yeah. Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3, Onimusha games, Sega Soccer Slam, legit awesome game. <laughs> and then my last two are Enter the Matrix and Path of Neo. Oh, Enter, Enter the Path Matrix. of Neo! I beat that game four times, I love that game. <laughs> Why did I not put it in my three? Oh my god! You can do it dude. now retroactively. It's in because the I'm the only real Matrix fan here. Oh, okay, oh, all right. Oh, well, I the only other game the, that I hadn't heard mentioned that I absolutely loved, and it was because of the crashing mechanics that they introduced finally into oh. the series is Burnout. Yes, burnout. Take down. Yeah, yep, yep, yeah I, I had yeah. Burnout too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. many good ones. That's, that's what, that's what a that was system. the first entry. Yeah. What a um, good system. You know what else was cool about it was that the all PlayStation One games are backwards compatible, and you could bring over your mm-hmm. memory cards and like, yep. Yep. and the controllers, like everything mm-hmm. from PS One worked on it, which was when um, when Sony still gave a crap about uh, backwards compatibility. Am I right? That was just such a smart mm-hmm. move, man. It allowed everyone to move into the PS Two era. We so don't seamlessly. know how to do it. It's I'm, really. Hard. I'll be honest. Either I didn't know, <laughs> or I difficult. don't remember it being backwards compatible. I never touched a PS One game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, no, yeah. I played a bunch of them that I had fully, missed. Fully backwards compatible. What? I had missed a What's lot of PS1 like, games. Like metal <laughs> it was wrong. I went back and played a bunch that I had um, never touched them. Wow. Give a, I want to give a shout out also real quick uh, to, to a couple RPGs. Dragon Quest Eight and which was my first Dragon Quest I ever played. And then Persona 4, which was just 
Yeah, I mean, I played a lot of. Uh, what about Legend of Dragoon? Uh, Shin Megami. Oh, that was the games that came out on that system, but mainly Shin yeah. Megami games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what was that one? We just talked about this recently, Dan. It's that one with the clock mechanic on the. Oh, the... Shadow Hearts. Shadow Hearts. Those were PS2 games, right? Yeah, yeah but I, I, I only, I only had played a little bit of that one because that was basically when I went to go trade in my PS2 and like yeah. a bunch of my games towards I, my PS3. I beat that first game. Oh, did you? Game, yeah, I beat the first one and played the second one a good chunk of it. I like those games. I'm but... gonna do that one on stream at some point. Because yeah. I never actually played very all dark, the but so. very very yeah. cool, but dark game. Yeah. Um. All right, guys, that was fun. I like I love the PS2, and I'll, I'll look for some other anniversaries from other favorite consoles. It's fun to kind of yeah. look back and, and reminisce on some of this stuff. A um, couple of headlines. This entire episode has been nostalgia. It has been, yeah. Um, a couple of headlines. Mario Kart 8 Booster Course Wave Four is set for this coming week, so you can get more. They confirmed like there's eight new courses. They all look pretty great, actually. So go I think check this is out. the last wave. It is. And, uh, last yeah, wave. I I bought the pass a while ago, so I'll be I'll be playing these tracks for sure. Um, and then they did confirm. This has been rumored for a while that there's going to be a Nintendo Switch Mario bundle coming out on March 10th. Makes sense. Movie's going to be out within a few weeks after I was, that. I was going to say just in time for no Mario game to come out, but you, you mentioned the movie, so it's, yeah. yeah, that's fair. So <laughs> for, for a Chris Pat uh, Switch bundle for 300 bucks, you Chris can Pratt's get. Fates on it. It'll come. He's, two... he's going to voice act the, the Mario Odyssey character. <laughs> it's DLC. Gonna, it's DLC. He, does, he, he now does menu narration for accessibility <laughs> on the Switch. <laughs> but he's just like um, Burt Macklin. He just acts oh like Burt Macklin. <laughs> like, um, but it's going to include two red Joy-Con <laughs> controllers, and you pick one of these four. Uh, yeah, three games: Mario Odyssey, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, or New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Everybody, mm-hmm. if you if you're gonna get this and you haven't played Odyssey, get Odyssey. Yeah, what do you get think? Odyssey? Odyssey. Odyssey. Well, Mario Kart Eight isn't a bad choice either. So, no, yeah, it's not. But Odyssey is like the best Mario game I've ever played. Period. It's like amazing. I just I don't know. And I know I'm like undereducated on those games, but that game is amazing. That game is so good. It's I very. Good. Uh, Metroid Fusion has now joined the. Uh, actually, it's going yes. to join this week. The GBA library. I can confirm yeah. this is an amazing game. It's a really yes. cool one. I think it's technically on the timeline the first. Of Samus's adventures. Oh, so it's like a prequel. I think so. I, th- I thought it was after the someone Super double checks for Metroid. I thought I it was after because she gets um she gets that like uh, the blue stuff on her suit. I think it's, the it's alien, isn't it? What's the Metroid timeline, guys? Let's dig into this. <laughs> What's uh, the war? No, because pri- the Prime series, the Prime series are prequels. The Prime oh, series. Oh, I was thinking of Zero Mission. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, Fusion is like way after, and, it's, and then Dread yeah, it's is after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This uh, was released the day before Metroid Prime came out oh, on, wow. GameCube. on GameCube. That's, that's insane. Was, Game Boy Advance and GameCube. There's a lot of so Metroid stuff going on there. Yeah. There's a lot of Metroid going on there. Um, but that means the entire 2D Metroid series is available on Switch Online. You have Metroid, Metroid 2, Return of Samus on the Game Boy, Super Metroid from the Super Nintendo. Uh, this game and then Metroid Dread as well. Fusion Dude. is, uh, according to Wikipedia, critically acclaimed. It's phenomenal. One of the highest rated. Metroid it's really games. good. It's very good. And um, the one that you don't have is the D- the 3DS remake of Return mm-hmm. of Samus, but you can still play the original version. Yeah. I still have the 3DS, so I still have that. Somewhere. I think yeah. Fusion's my favorite, to be honest. Fusion's so, good, man. It's it's a it's just I a good balance Fusion. of that game. Yeah. Um, Elden Rings has a first expansion announced. We don't know anything about it. It's called The Shadow of the Erd Tree. Um, if if you played the DLC from other FromSoft games, you know they put a lot of time and effort and energy and care into their content. Yeah. So this was I'm just, just a, a concept art reveal, which I thought was just interesting. I was like, art. so are we not getting it this year? Because I, you know, like it just 
Yeah, I've seen, a few, people, I've seen, I've seen a few people break down like FromSoft's pattern is uh-huh. usually about a year and a couple months after the main game releases is when they'll ah. put out a big DLC piece. Yeah. So that would put it at about summertime, maybe at the latest but i'm just glad they're making dlc because this game is like kind of small you know there's not much going on in it there's not much happening they need there's not much happening there so they need like two hours tops yeah yeah, it's real quick yeah yeah uh hitman maker io interactive has said that it's working on an online fantasy rpg which is Mm. not something i saw coming did not have Mm. that on my bingo card that's on par with hi-fi rush to me that's yeah it's like you're doing what but anyway that's cool that's, um, yeah. Do your thing. Do you you do you boo? You know, if they make it as detailed as they've made the the hitman, dude. What if it's literally just a good. bald assassin in yes! fantasy world? <laughs> if he's a dragon master or something, I would love that. Everybody else has like anime hair, but yeah. he's bald. I would love that so much with it's armor. It's a QR code this time and not a barcode. That's They're like, what's God, your yeah. name? He's like, my name is Knight Forty Seven. Like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> my god that's that's a weird name. oh my gosh um final fantasy 16 producer would like to release a pc version eventually everybody but and <laughs> by the way knowing their history they're going to but yep. people need to stop assuming like hey they've yeah. got the six month thing with ps5 it's and then it'll not, hit pc he's right, saying yeah. no no yeah. no no we're just focusing on ps5 then we'll circle back on those yeah. right they're, they're focusing on much like hogwarts legacy like it's like we're focusing on ps5 and then supporting ps5 yes. and then once we're confident in that we're going to switch to other platforms i would i would be surprised if this comes out before summer of next year so let's say that Here's the, the, only the ps5 version comes that. out this summer as planned right let's just assume there's no delays i wouldn't expect the pc sooner than a year after that but i could that's be what i was gonna I say agree. pc is coming I only reason I actually believe this guy, whereas I don't think this is just bull crap where he's like, they have a deal with Sony, so it's like, only on PS5, so don't wait for the PC, come buy the PS5 version, is because they have trouble releasing these games, so I really do think he's like, no, 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 you can't work on the PC port, we need you over here <laughs> yeah, yes. to make sure the PS5 well, game works. And, I think you're and, right. And, and Tim, you know, obviously, because, you know, delays can't happen. He 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 basically established because they just did a whole like preview, like press. Tour I'd be thing. surprised if it got delayed. Yeah. Well, he said, like, literally, unless a freaking meteor comes and hits the hits yeah. the earth, like, I'm we're so good. Excited like, we're good. We're good. Oh, you mean like a, like and, and a you tsunami that has hit Japan and delayed? Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, they have sure. nothing yeah. going on over <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? Seeing the gameplay uh, previews and stuff that released this week, uh, I'm I'm confident they're going to keep the date. Like, I really yeah, am. Yeah. Like, it. They, it looks it looks so thoroughly like, like not finished but it looks very polished i mean he's insisting he literally made the joke of like yeah like yeah. literally unless something out of our hands completely like a tsunami or freaking me he said meteor like comes not, and hits the earth like not a whole lot of games historically hitting in june so i think that june great. is a fantastic yeah like a summertime yeah, rpg like the last time that perfect. i had a incredibly insanely huge rpg that took me all summer was witcher 3 in 2015 mm. that came out in may and Almost so that 10 was, years ago then. That's crazy. That's crazy, right? I mean, there's yeah, probably been wow. other ones that I'm not thinking of, but like uh, not in June yeah. for sure. I don't yeah, know. that's that's a and it's June this, 22nd. So it's towards the end. This year is loaded. So I like the way it I like that it's releasing then. I don't know right, if other right. games are going to start coming out then, but I have a feeling we're going to get overloaded in late 20 2023 so probably yeah, october very much so. so this will be great yeah because we already right. have games coming out april and may so right having and, and you got to think about the stuff that like you mentioned fall 
all of the fall stuff, not all of it, but a lot of it's going to get announced during the summer. And so, Derek yeah. loves everything related to fall. We know that. So yeah, exactly. Anything with the word fall. Final title, fall 16. Yeah. Octafall, <laughs> Traveler, Wolong, yeah. Fallen Fan, uh, Dynasty, whatever. Yeah. Have you, have you Destiny got, you guys, like, um, by the way, let's take the time to announce our next uh, current gen pod, podcast, which is Fall Watch. Um, <laughs> it's a show about watches? us a new one. watching a new one. Watches. Oh, that's fall. a nice one. Look at that. Yeah. So it's anything about watches and anything with a title. The and it's the title. audio only, so you will not be able to see <laughs> yeah, our right, watches. Right, We're right. Only so when we talk, talk about, about watches, watches, we'll have to be way like, to know your at, audience. Way to know your at, audience. Look at how good that looks. Good. Look at it. Just look at it. Um, Just look speaking, at it. <laughs> speaking of Square Enix, uh, Forspoken developer Luminous Productions has been officially merged into Square Enix proper, it was, it was which was weird because it's like. I, I thought they were just an internal team. Like, I don't even understand what this Same. means. Like, yeah, there must have been I'm, more outsourced than we realized. Maybe I'm, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I'm um, very confused. But the idea is, they made it sound very nice. Like, we can't wait to bring these people internally. Sure. They're so good and at what fire they all of them. Nah, you were disappointed um, by the performance of the game. It, so you're it apparently doesn't. That's, what I, that's what I thought too, Jeff. Yeah. Is the t- performance of the game. But um, it does sound like their planned DLC for the summer is still in the works. Um, right. Oh, okay. Are we talking about Forspoken? Forspoken. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Forspoken. I still like that game. I yeah. still think it's a I know you do. Game. It's uh, False Spoken. We know you like it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, hold on, hold on. Can, can, we, can we just, I just want to ask you guys, did you guys like actually watch any of the preview stuff for 16 though? I just yes. wanted to. Yes. I didn't. I okay. watched, there was one IGN that did not have an inner, like somebody doing a voiceover. It was just a uh, big fight. It was like a big it's, uh, what do you call it? Summons fight, basically. Well, it's the icon where there's yes. her, uh, Clive is going up against the, I forget the blonde woman's name, but um, she's Garuda, so she's mm-hmm. the dominant, and then her icon is Garuda, so he's fighting Garuda. But then, yeah, th- then at some point, yeah. like, Ifrit pops out. They they showed that oh, because that because was... it, it went viral yeah. for a second on, like, yeah, yeah, Reddit yeah. of, like, showing the quick time parts of the fight. Yeah. But then all the comments had to clarify, no, 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 there's a different combat system for when you're, like, an icon or whatever. You're right, doing. yeah. Um, yeah, and, and, and that's the video guys. that I watched was the full fight and seeing the combat okay. and like it just looked yeah. amazing. I watched, I, I watched IGNs and and when Tim was talking about Shadow of Colossus, I was like, what game did I recently watch a video and they were talking about Shadow of Colossus and the guy previewing it said, yes. that Final Fantasy 16 made him feel like how he felt when he played Shadow of Colossus. Yes, holy crap! But, but you're the Colossus in this case, like that's the well, thing. no, there there's parts before you summon your icon well sure yeah yeah but i'm or saying you fight them and they're giant and you're tiny basically so like, well yeah so i actually i'm not even going to say that because it might spoil but like there's all there's a connection with ifrit and and, and all that ah, so yeah yeah but yeah it's it's very it's pronounced cool. ifrit italian ifrit italian ifrit ifrit um Speaking of seeing some game, gameplay videos, uh, Dead Island 2 re- revealed 14 minutes of mm. gameplay with some hey, over. I actually thought it looked cool. That, Tim and I did too. Yeah, we were both like watching it going, there's no way this is going to be good. And then we watched it. We were like, oh, crap. This looks so much fun. <laughs> it looks so <laughs> fun. It? I didn't watch it. I have I'm no idea if this game will be good. Long. Like, this game might end up being awful. It's like, boy, did they deceive us with this video. But that gameplay video... This is coming from someone who doesn't yes. like melee first-person point of view combat. Well, neither. Me neither. But it Me neither. looked fun. Yes. It was so fun. Yeah. Let me though. just say this. It I, doesn't, I, but it's, Tim, you know, it's I know you mentioned like, the first one, like, to f- deceive people and stuff like that. 
But keep in mind, what people liked was they never saw the gameplay. What the deception was was the actual like trailer, which was still which one of the was best not, trailers ever. Yeah, it's a cool trailer, but it had nothing to do with the game at all, like gameplay wise, even tone. They made me expect some Naughty Dog level narrative. Sad. Yeah, thing, this is didn't. like this is actually showing gameplay now. What we probably won't like, but this is not why I would play the game, is Dead Island games have terrible voice acting, have terrible dialogue. Sure. They're we just... saw that a little bit when he talks to the guy in his underwear, and I was just kind of like, yeah, this is dumb, but whatever. It's silly. It's just silly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If you know that it's not going to be the Last of Us narrative or something, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. going to be fun, yeah. it's a great game. Yeah, it looks game. like a lot of fun. Um, the, some of the weapon combos that you can have and like using the sledgehammer to just demolish things. I mean, it just looks like fun, man. It looks like a lot of fun. Um, wow. Uh, sorry, I was looking at Twitter and John Jones, I don't know if you guys know anything about UFC. Uh, yeah. He won the title in like a few seconds. Against uh, two? Who was he fighting tonight? Um, I just saw that it was hadn't even started yet. <laughs> yeah, it was like within seconds. Cyril Gain? No, I mean... Yeah, John Jones is a beast. He's a. I know. I'm not saying he's a good person or nothing, but he's very nope. skilled in that. He's that a beast of a fighter. That's all. Yes, all right. very much so. Star Anyways, Wars. Sorry, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Speaking of way too many games that are coming out, it's still coming out like in a month and a half. Or something. <laughs> I know. What the hell? Um, that seems anyway, like that came out quick. The director yeah. of that game has said he's got a sight set on a trilogy. He's always kind of envisioned a three-part story for Perfect. Cal Kestis, Perfect. and um, so that's that's what he'd like to see. And to like me, that, that makes too, sense. Yeah. And then he says, if if they get the green light for that, I assume this game is going to be uber successful, just like the I first one was. So. And then he's they're going to upgrade to Unreal Engine 5 for that final. For that awesome. Final. I mean, yeah. this one's going to be like Dragon Age, so it's going to be successful. Um, they did say this one picks up five years after the events of 2019's cool. game. And so I would imagine there'll be some similar time jump. Maybe it's an old Cal Kestis in the last one. Who knows? Um, I just want to, on behalf of uh, Derek and I, uh, say you're welcome to all of you for making this game uh, possible to to be on the level of Dragon Age. Um, we don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. You're really jumping the gun. We don't know. It might be, it might be everything that you hate about Dragon Age now. So I actually think the Dread Wolf is going to show up in this. <laughs> they're going to do. They're going to do like a, a, a protagonist switch. Like Calcutta is only going to be in the game for like 30 minutes, and he's going to be like. Yep. Oh my God, the Dreadwolf's here! I'm out. And you yeah, that would be so cool. All right. Um, <laughs> How dare you? Capcom has an event coming up this week uh, called Capcom Spotlight. They're going to highlight Resident uh, Evil Street Four. Fighter. Um, they don't list Street Fighter here. They might do a separate one for that, but they have RE4, Exo Primal. I forgot that dumb uh, game. Oh yeah, they're trying existed. to sell that game. Oh, uh, oh more God. Monster Hunter Rise content. It sounds like uh, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection and Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. So, huh? You're gonna talk right, about so Resident Evil Four. Cool. Yeah, so that that's, that's I, I don't I need to see. It's like Sony with the Suicide on, Squad thing. Like, yeah, I don't okay, so need to see anything with Resident Evil. Just yeah, yeah I think I'm even good. I'm even good that, too. I don't need to see anything else about it. Just release the game. Yeah. And by the way, what exactly. are we? Uh, Three and a half weeks away from that game, right? Yeah, so why, why are we doing a show? Yeah, I gotta finish Octopath. Gotta finish Octopath. I know, I know. Yeah, <sighs> a lot of I pressure. That. I feel that for uh, for myself, it's WWE that I'm kind of, you know. Um, okay, a yeah. couple quick things. Um, I We already talked a lot about Octopath Traveler 1 and 2, technically, because those games are very similar, and I shared some thoughts on 1. That's the main game I've been playing in addition to Hogwarts Legacy. I did want to just reiterate oh, cool. what Jeff already told us. The PS5 exclusive mission for Hogwarts Legacy... <sighs> It's freaking awesome. 
and you already told me about this, but it is so cool. And then they unlocks a feature that's not really that big of a feature, but there's not an extra really. Book. It's just somewhere else you can sell your stuff. Exactly, but it is kind of cool. It kind of gives you a feeling of like, ooh, I'm more important. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the mission Elitist. itself, I had no idea it was going that way. Uh, Derek, you talked about how when you didn't skip a cutscene and some character was talking to you in Octopath, you were like you're not being honest or something weird about you. I got those vibes at the start of this mission. I was like, something fishy about this yeah. lady. This is, seems to, I don't know what this is. This isn't right. And then of course you get pulled into this. It was like a 90 minute mission and it was crazy, man. It was yeah. really good. And really that's good. the general consensus on, on I'm subscribed to the subreddit on the Harry. It's just Harry Potter game. I think that's the name of it. And uh, all of every single post, almost every other one is like, so that's the best mission, right? Like everybody's like yeah. in agreement. Like it's so yeah. good. it's got this weird like all ponies. It's all fat. Like <laughs> it's literally a, just reposting under. It's so IDs. creative, both visually and gameplay wise. And you've got little elements of like puzzles that you would have almost like in a in, like in the Zelda game. And then you have like Mad Hatter meets Scarecrow style visuals and like twisting of the level. I mean, it's and it's generally spooky too. I was well, like, that's whoa. Kind of, that's kind of weird because most of the time when they have like an exclusive like. Uh, mission, it's usually just a throwaway trash because they don't want to upset right. people. Right. So it is a little, I mean, it's good for you guys, but it's a little disappointing. Like I'm playing on PC, so I miss out on it if it's actually yeah. a legit cool. It really mission. is good. I um, imagine it's going to come out later. That's usually what I hope so. Do. Maybe. But it's fan. I just wanted to highlight that. It is excellent. But yeah, I'm having a blast playing this. I actually took a picture of my daughter today while she's playing because I knew this girl loves Harry Potter so much. And mm. She's playing Hogwarts. She's playing on girl easy. She'll, same. she'll get like girl same. She'll get a little scared <laughs> and spooked at certain like some of the spider stuff's a little spooky. Like you know, she's all... and the music doesn't help. It's like violins like clashing help. with each other. Like right, <laughs> right. I got terrifying spiders. <laughs> but she just got to the part in Beast class, and she's been asking me nonstop, but doesn't really want me to spoil it. She goes, "Do I get a hippogriff? Do I get a hippogriff? Can I have a hip?" Like she just can't wait because she loves the hippogriffs from the yeah, Harry Potter movies keep, so much. Just keep playing because it's, I know. It's like and I, right I kept telling her, I was like, yeah. I'm not going to tell you, but she did the beast class where you meet the hippogriff for the first time. I I mean, it looked like Christmas morning. She was having, yeah. it yeah. was just the time of her life. She was and like, if I you follow, <laughs> if you keep following that character, yeah. I think it is part of the main story that you do eventually fly one, but um, you got to follow that main character's story, basically. Not, not the main character, the Hufflepuff character, the Poppy or whatever. Yes. Um, yeah, well, eventually. Other... Other creature I, stuff. I guess, that it, I guess it was a natty mission where you end up flying on. It one. is natty that yeah. you guys fly on two of them. Natty you know? ice. And there's actually no point to flying a Thestral or no, a the, hippogriff. The is way slower, better, but, the, but cool. it's about the grandiose like yes. epicness of like. You can also kind of trot around yeah. on the ground with them, which is fun. Oh yeah, um, like a horse. Yeah, yeah, a little bit like a horse. But anyway, I just thought that was really sweet. Like, a good reminder again. Like, hey kids see the magic of games that sometimes we miss right. we don't always miss it i think sometimes we catch it like we are with octopath and other games but like right. sometimes we can get into too much of a how is this is it good or bad let's talk about mm -hmm. the pros and cons and she's well, just totally pulled into the magic of this experience that's, i mean i'm just more self-aware about it because i'm an adult obviously but exactly like, that's my experience with hogwarts is like i'm just giddy like a child playing the yes. game because it's it's everything i wanted in a harry potter game so come fun. to life it's my favorite game straight so from the year. books it's it's so good and yeah um, it's oh, i love that game so much totally loving it um before, we're gonna talk about last of us to wrap things up since that's something i think we're all into and enjoying so i want to make sure it's not something that anyone falls asleep during i watched weird the weird album yankovic 
story with some buddies <laughs> last night. It's good. The to movie watch. is so funny. It's dude. good to watch oh with friends God. when you're, you know, sharing some drinks and already kind of like messing around and like ribbing each other. It's a silly, silly, silly movie, but it's so well dumb. done. And the cameo count is insane in that movie too. Um, so it's good. It's where really did good. you stream it? It's on Roku. You can watch it for free. Okay. Roku. Yeah. Um, kind of a but, weird business strategy. Let's just release it for free. But hey, man, it's a great movie. So I just uh, I I loved it, man. My main yeah. takeaway from that is like they've created a world that certainly doesn't exist. But like the yeah, oh, you know what? I'm not gonna say anything else about it. It's just wacky. <laughs> I'm and just weird. Not it's weird. it's walk hard basically, but about a real person. Like which is mm. kind of a weird strategy. But it they're they're not replaying I mean, the places I that the places that movie goes, especially in the third act. I was like, yeah, by the end too. All right, like, what the hell? I mean, okay. Weird Al's a weird dude, so you know. Yeah. But, but it's like, uh, it's, it's not weird. like it, it's not repeating jokes that Walk Hard did. It's like doing a different take on the jokes from Walk Hard, and and it, yeah, it's just it really it excels. Has at a lot of that. lyrics from his songs as dialogue that sometimes they call uh, out and sometimes <laughs> they don't. Yes. Um, there's a specific scene with the parents where he's trying to come up with an idea for another song and they actually like go through back and forth a couple of lines from his song and he doesn't pick up on it. And they're both like, really? You know, okay. like, <laughs> they, <laughs> really? It's, it's so good. Man. Cause it is like a self, it's like a meta movie on that sense. Yeah. 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 So I thought it was silly, but, Dan, but Daniel Radcliffe was so good. He's so you have to be in the right mood. That. Like if you're, yeah. if you're wanting something even remotely serious or just aren't in like a slapstick, silly mood, you might actually be annoyed by it because it is, it goes like, some SNL sketch, Monty Python type of humor at times. And if that's yeah. not your thing, you got to be in the mood for it. But I do think it's well yeah. made. Um, anything else before we talk about Last of Us? Feel free to highlight some stuff, guys. Mandalorian, maybe? Um, yeah, I saw the See, I don't really have a whole lot to say. I'm sure if Kyle were on, he'd have more. But uh, with Mandalorian, I thought the premiere was good. It was mostly a catch-up episode because it had been... What did John Favreau say? Like two or three years since Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett ended, mm. um, which is an important show to watch before Mandalorian season three. Are um, people mad about that too, or something? Not really. No, it's yeah. just the fact that it, a lot of the episode is like finding out where characters that you recognize from the show are. What are they okay. doing? Like, what's Carl Weathers up to? What's uh, Katie Sackhoff doing? Like, it's a lot of catching up, and sure, and it sure. is it is the I think it is the first time that we see him actually. Uh, interact with people from like Mandalore and stuff like from mm -hmm. his planet and that culture. Um, so that's cool too. Um, there's really not a whole lot to spoil though. That's the only thing it's not, I wouldn't call it eventful. There's just some yeah. really cool star Warsy action going on in it. And it's uh, fun. And it's, it's what, what I found really funny. And I think somebody on Twitter posted about this was anytime he tried to uh, say the name of the baby Yoda character to somebody, mm -hmm. they were just like, all right, Whatever. Like they didn't care. Like they, they like he, they would be like, "Oh, you're still with that kid, huh?" And he's like, "His name's Groger." And they're like, "All right." Like they don't care. Like it's not. All right. All they're right. just like the fan base because we're still gonna call him Baby Yoda. Sorry. Still sounds he, like Gogurt to me when he talks fast. But yeah, Gogurt. Oh, Gogurt. <laughs> so yeah, I, don't remember I, wish I had more to say about it. It is. It's still an enjoyable show, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, but there's just not a whole lot going on yet. Uh, yeah, we're gonna get there, I'm sure. Um, I saw Creed three today. That was really good. I really like the Creed movies. I think these are like some of the best box movies I've ever seen. And I know Rocky set the groundwork for that. Jonathan Majors probably sucks in this movie, though, right? Like he's he's awful. one of the worst <laughs> actors working today. Um, right. No, absolutely. But yes, of course, he's amazing in it. And I, and I fully expected that. But I didn't expect it to be thematically an interesting movie. And, oh, and cool. that's my thing with Creed movies is I go in expecting less. And I get more out of them every single time. Mm, love it. Uh, this one, because the second movie is more about like kind of mending fences. You know, it's not too late. 
to reconnect with family in a meaningful way. That's what the second movie is about. This one's more about like letting go of your past mistakes and like not letting them haunt you your whole life. Uh, and, and when to, and, and, and they did touch on a theme of like knowing when to fight and knowing when to uh, just express your feelings like oh, in a mature yeah. way. Uh, they didn't really dive into that a whole lot, but there was a conversation between him and Tessa Thompson's character where they were talking about like, you don't always have to solve your problems with fighting and stuff, but they, of course we've seen that before in movies, but it's just, they explore it in an interesting way in the Creed movies. Um, the fights were Michael B. Jordan directed this movie. He shot the hell out of the fight scenes. They were awesome. Um, crazy I, to direct while fighting. You know being I mean? yeah. star of the movie. Yeah. So, so they so weren't much corny. They weren't done corny. I don't think they were, but I mean, everybody has a different temperature with boxing movies. Like sometimes they're like oh, another boxing. Movie. All right, I'll go see it. I guess like, and, and Dude, we should do that for current cinema. Like I'll join it, for that. Like you should do a ranking of all fighting slash boxing movies or something like that. Like that would awesome. have to be boxing because fighting movies would just all be like John Wick and that's it. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I mean like movies that center around the idea of a fighting competition. Right. Maybe, maybe it's boxing. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, we have to be Mortal, Mortal Kombat from the nineties. Uh, <laughs> there are so many good ones, but I love you know some of the Rocky movies. Yeah. Uh, I only saw Creed I mean, one. I thought it was really good. I need to watch Creed, two. The first one is great. The second one I really like, uh, and this one I feel like is on par with the second one. The my, second my, one I, my favorite I liked, boxing movie has always been Cinderella Man. I've, I love Cinderella. I need to. I still need to see that movie. Um, so good. The uh, the second one is uh, the Drago son fights him, and that story they they flesh out uh, Drago and his dad. Uh, his, I just thought it story. looked real cheesy. But they flesh out that good. story so good. Like, I didn't okay. expect that. The trailers do not tell you that they're going to dive into Ivan Drago and his son's story. They yeah, do not cool. allude to that, but the movie does flesh out a lot there. Uh, and it meant a lot. Like, that story just hit harder than Creed's actual story. There's uh, also Real Steel. People don't appreciate that movie. Real now. Steel I'm is like, underrated. Real Steel. It's Real Steel's fun movie. Yeah, Hugh Jackman, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good Hugh one. Hugh Jackman. It's, it's not like excellent but it's really yeah. fun it's really good sure it's, it's and, a, I, and it's the thing movie. i like too about creed 3 is yes there's a training montage because every rocky movie had them so they have to do it in creed movies um yeah. but the training montage this time was him and jonathan majors doing the same exact thing in every shot because they mm -hmm. the the selling point is these guys are so identical like to the point where they fight identical yeah. um and and that was I they just tell a lot of visual storytelling and I I like Sounds that Michael good. B Jordan continued the trend it. of that in in the Creed the third one and if they want to keep making them I'm I'm totally game oh uh, also sorry but Warrior with Tom Hardy and uh, Joel. this one was more like Warrior yeah this one because it has like that Warrior. brother versus brother element yeah, going yeah. On. This, this has yeah, like I it's more like a, a metaphor like not legit brother but like these two grew up together and then had a falling out because one of them went to prison or whatever and. Um, which one? But, I'm just kidding. Yeah, which one? I wonder. <laughs> the one that wasn't in the movies before? The one that's just now showing up, maybe? Okay. <laughs> Jonathan Majors is just... He's just magnetic. As soon as he's on screen for any movie, it's just like, oh, I gotta pay attention to this guy. Even like, his tiny role in that Christian Bale Western from... Hostiles. Um, hostiles. Yeah, Hostiles. Yeah. Um, he has a small role in that, but even then, he's magnetic on screen. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's... Yeah. He's a generational talent, dude. Seriously. He's good. Uh, and then the other movie that I really, really enjoyed for different reasons... Uh, Operation Fortune, Ruse de Guerre. It's a Guy Ritchie movie starring Jason Statham, uh, Arby Plaza, Carrie Ellis. Um, uh, there's some other people in it too. Hold on, I'm trying to remember. Uh, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant is playing a character that Hugh is Grant, not. Huh? Guy Ritchie keeps casting Hugh Grant in movies and making him do the most un Hugh Grant things on the planet. It's so <laughs> fun to watch. On the poster, he looks like his character from The Gentleman, but maybe it, he's he is. He, he, 
the gentleman, he's more doing a Hugh Grant accent in this. He's like, yes, hello. How's it going? And he's oh very God. different, very different in this movie. Uh, and and Guy Ritchie let Aubrey Plaza do her thing in this movie, which is great because you don't cast Aubrey Plaza in a movie and go, be normal. You yeah, don't do no. that. Because so she's not normal. She there was a it. joke, yeah. and I think even uh, there was a joke that Derek made at the beginning before we recorded too that reminded me of Aubrey Plaza because she was making a joke about they, Jason Statham uh, having sex with the main bad guy in the movie, and she kept dragging on the joke. She was like, "You're going to be inside of him <laughs> sexually." Like she kept going, and and even to the point where the movie cut right before she finished the word "sexually." Like they just cut her joke. Sure. <laughs> That's my favorite joke is like, oh, man. You, like make it obvious and everybody's <laughs> yeah. annoyed by it. But then you're like, but did you get it? Did you that's get family guy joke? style humor, man? That's what family guys. She is. The jokes are a mile. I mean, this is like old guy, Richie crime movie. Hilarious. Uh, like just just rapid fire, just British crap that they're throwing at each other. It's so British fun. Crap. What was this movie uh, called? Or did op- you see Operation it? Fortune, Ruse de Guerre, Ruse, which is like Ruse of War or whatever. Um, that I saw it in a theater. It will, I'm sure it's going to come out to like, I think it's a universal movie. So Peacock or something. Uh, no, it's MGM, whatever. I don't care. Uh, but it'll, uh, it'll stream somewhere. It'll stream somewhere. And it's highly, I don't know, maybe I'll go see it in the theaters. It, it, I honestly think it'd be worth it. It's such a fun time. It's a great throwback action, like spy movie. It reminds me more of mission impossible than like the gentleman, oh. if anything else, because it's more about assembling a crew that's going to try to obtain a thing that could be harmful to all of humanity, you know, and like, and they're trying to figure out what is the thing that we're trying to get and who's trying to buy it. So it's very much a mission impossible plot and there's no character growth. There's no themes to worry about. It's just fun. It's, it's, yeah, it sounds pretty fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. time. I want to see this. It sounds good. Yeah. Um, That's all. we'll We'll wrap things up. Talking real quick about episode seven of The Last of Us. Now, Dan, are you caught up on this yet? Are you still kind of uh, lingering behind nope, it? No, but I, yeah, I'm lingering. Okay. But I'm good. I, I've seen the images. I know what this, the premise of the episode yeah, is. Yeah, so episode seven is essentially telling the story of the DLC that we got mm-hmm. for The Last of Us That's left fine. behind. And so it digs into some of Ellie's background and uh, really her, her first real human connection that she had with someone that she was, that she truly loved. And she mm-hmm. talks about this in her fight with Joel that we talked about last week where she's like everyone that I've loved has either died or left me mm-hmm. and this is pretty much prime example number one of who was most important to her yeah. and so I thought they did a really good job at retelling the story that was told in the DLC it was written by Neil Druckmann I think this episode was um, so I don't know I don't have a ton to say about it outside of they did a really good job of adapting <laughs> the source material and I liked the casting of it. I thought it was shot wonderfully and acted great. Um, I didn't like the DLC. Like I didn't find it to be that fun to play. It was not that fun to play. Yeah, so it wasn't. I'm actually going to compliment this and say this is actually perfect for it to be a show. Well, it had more combat being played, Derek. You had to love it. (laughs) Of course. I actually do absolutely love the fact that she's like a diehard like Mortal Kombat 2 fan, which makes me wonder if Neil I Drunk- saw that if Neil Druckmann's like the like a big time Mortal Kombat fan as well, because since he keeps throwing it in there. Um, but yeah, I thought overall, it, it, when when Jeff had mentioned last week what the the episode was going to be about, I was like, mm, didn't care about that DLC. I I already know the backstory. I understand 
how it plays a part in the show as far as developing the character and her loss that she's already gone through. But I was like, that doesn't sound interesting to me. I got to say, I enjoyed it. Is yeah. it the best episode? No, it's it's yeah. like episode three for me. It's it's that it's the necessary. Exactly. It's necessary, but it's not my it's not a Derek episode. I expect episode eight and nine will be Derek episodes. So yeah. I still thought, thought it was packed. perfect. Yeah, and five is still was... my favorite episode. I st- episode five was so freaking good. And whatever but... one, it might be had... mine too. Yeah, <clears throat> whatever one had her reading the jokes and then laughing at the end about diarrhea was my favorite episode. <laughs> that, was the, <laughs> that was that um, was the end of four when four, they first yeah, the get end of to the. That's where I left four off. Four and five were my favorite. Yeah, five is has the whole sniper, four and five so. are like their own separate movie. Like they are. Yeah. You know, kind of like a combined the Henry episode. and Sam, like, yeah, exactly. They go hand in hand with each other. You can't have one without the other. Um, but yeah, five is like probably my favorite. And then I, I do love three. And that's just because so I, I. So I was going through like a personal thing that kind of helped me identify with that story a little more. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gay, by the way. No, that's not what it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but seven is, is hold, I, I thought hold, it was really well done. I felt hold the on. same. Hold on. Hold on a minute, dude. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, I I thought I felt the same exact way as Tim, where I was like, it the credits rolled, and I was like, yeah, that was good. And I didn't really have much other many other thoughts other than that. Like they they fleshed out the story in in a way that makes sense for television. Like it, I actually when I when they first talked about the show and it's come together, I thought they might do the Left Behind DLC before we meet Ellie. Mm-hmm. Like I thought they would have told the story before we even meet her. So like yeah. to really set up her. Dude, I thought we were going to see wave earlier flashbacks i thought we were gonna see ellie's mom in this played by ashley johnson so did I, but that like and didn't we didn't happen. get any of that yeah. so like but the preview for huh. next episode we did see some very recognizable characters and then one specific recognizable actor yeah. connected to the game so yep. um lots to look forward to for episode eight this show continues to deliver no reason to doubt the last two episodes uh, like i just like you know, the bunch of non, non-gamers are getting into this episode so yeah well. I'm like, well, you should play the game. And they're like, I, I think I will. I'll have my boyfriend. I actually watch. got somebody, uh, a friend of mine who always had a PS4. Um, he he just never plays it. He reached out to, uh, actually, he reached out on Facebook first. And then he messaged me directly because he knows that I game a lot, um, compared to him, at least. And he was like, uh, should I play the games or what? Like, I mean, are they good? What do I do? Uh, and I'm like, they're going to be different experiences for you. Like, the TV show is going to be meant for TV. The game is going to be meant for games. Um, so he played the first one and he liked it a lot. Obviously he's like, he's like, it succeeds at making you feel bad, but in a good way, like you feel good about feeling bad. Um, he had more criticism with the second one. He did not like that. It, uh, this is something that we heard a lot when it came, the game came out. I don't like that. It really didn't give me a choice at the end. And I was like, the first game didn't give you a choice either, buddy. Like, I don't know what to tell you. It's not that game. Like it's no, just it's telling every... you the story of a character and their choices. Yeah, exactly. Not... And, 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 and you it, have to accept it. And he, the way he phrased it was, you know, whereas the first one I felt good about the way I felt bad. This time I felt bad about the way I felt bad. And I was like, I can't see. I, I see what you're saying there, but just I wasn't in the mood to get because I've had all the arguments already with yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I was like, I'm not in the mood to debate this with you. I just like the game more than you. I'm sorry, <laughs> but the yeah. fact that he was able to like. In two weeks' time, he just would not put the games down. He yeah, and that second one's a lengthy experience. I mean, it is. Really it's game. a longer game, yeah. And yeah. and he, I could, beat it back to back, and it took me like sixty hours on both my playthroughs. Yeah. Wow. I put yeah. a lot of time into that game. I still remember when you the final but, parts of episode two. Mm-hmm. 
without spoiling anything, I don't want to spoil it for folks, but like when there's moments with Ellie where I did not expect the game to continue. I thought the game was starting to wrap up and then Mm -hmm. there's a bit of a time jump and then she goes to a totally new area. And I was like, this game is still going and it does. It keeps going (laughs) for a little while. So um, anyway, really so good. I'm I'm loving what they're doing with the show. At people that are like giving this a shot for the first time. Um, They're crushing it. It's so cool that the show is that good that it makes people want to do that. Yeah. And again, it's like it's different enough that like you could like if for some reason these people who never played the game, like whatever the, the circumstances, they can then, you know, they watch the show and they're like, oh, I love this. Like maybe I will just go play the video game. It's like it's not going to be exactly the same experience. Like, you yeah. know, I think that's really cool. So agreed. Agreed. Very cool. Um, and if you really get into the show and what just you know, if you have those feelings when you watch a show and you just like you're so hungry for more and the season ends and you just want more. Mm-hmm. Go play these games, man. There's a ton there. There's absolutely a ton there. Uh, more characters, more experiences, all that good stuff. So there you go. Last of Us Episode 7. Hey, this was fun. We talked about Octopath way more than I thought we would, but I'm glad we did. Yeah. This is, it's a special game, and uh, it's a special game during a very already special year. Listen, I know people are like, oh, so 2022 was bad? No, I didn't say that. 2022 was a good year. I'll say it now. It's trash. 2023, we're only (laughs) just finished the second month, and I'm already going, I don't know how we're going to rank the best games this year. There's too many already. Like, I already have, like, 10, I think. Octopath is a game that we shouldn't be talking about, and yet here here we are. Like, my point is, is, like, we're overloaded with games, and this is one of them that I was completely fine not talking about buying... Anything. I expect and, yeah, it to be like, oh, it's too bad. Too bad none of us will play it because there's too many else going on, and it has taken over, which is cool. Yeah, it has. Completely. I just think like, it's I funny. Don't even like, want to play anything else at this point. Well, yeah, I'm playing this, but I won't talk about Wu Long, which is the game I was most hyped for because I won't play it because of this game that I wasn't going to play. So it totally <laughs> yeah, exactly, makes sense. exactly. Derek and I had the same exact experience with this. Like, I mean, uh, I was not going to get. It. I was content not getting it. I did not get the se- uh, the first game. Uh, but Stupid I mean, demo. I, the only difference is I played the demo and uh, stupid I was, demo. I was totally compelled by Hikari one of us. We've converted Jeff. All right, guys, uh, make sure you go check out the Dapper Chocobo on Twitch. Make sure you check out current cinema podcast on our channel and watch all that fall. good stuff. Watch check out watch the fall, upcoming watch fall podcast. That'll never happen. Thanks for listening <laughs> and watching. See ya. <laughs>